We got a hook, line, and sinker, and some water. Oh, sounds good, mate. Let's just go down to the bank and do our thing. All right. Because it's so natural just doing what we order. It makes a body want to sit right up and sing. It don't get lonesome. We got the dog to talk to. Yeah, not a bad sort of mother. And, you know, he don't scream and nail. Well, the best he can do is whine. Just rob the dog and no wives. They can't get us, mate. And the sharks out here ain't as bad as the humankind. And we got a lot of time now Oh, what a feeling Just a wet line And dream that time away We dream one day We'll get that great big boomer Oh, mate, I just want to feel it I don't mind if he gets away Well, I do Well, I don't Oh, my friends don't go Who just love to hear those stories You know about that great big monster The one that always seems to get away But all I ever do is just hear those stories It's a great game fishing Shame they can't come out to play <laughs> All my friends don't go fishing Welcome to the 4K 1G Fishing Show on a slightly windy weekend. Perfect weekend for Marty and the crew from Napa up at um, up at uh, Hinchinbrook. Special guest. <laughs> hey, Shez, how you going? <laughs> Good, how are you? Can you hear on Nothing's the... changed. Why, can't you hear anything? No, nah, I can't hear a thing. Just wiggle it. I am. Hang on. You don't need it while I'm talking. We only need it when people are on the phone. That's right. 
How are you going? Yes, yeah, Get good. back on the microphone. You know, it's been, um, when was the last time you were in March or April or around there? Um, yeah, pro- I couldn't tell you, to be honest. Oh, It's been a while. Uh, it's been, been a while. I've been busy, mate. You've been busy. Yeah. You've done fishing. You've done um, barravanning. Yes. Yeah. Little bits of barravanning here and there, gallivanting around the joint. Yes. All sorts of stuff. So. Yes, been doing some fishing, although it's a bit hard to get out these days with the well, the weather being like as bad as it's been. Yeah, yeah, that too. Getting up there. That's right. But the weather's been really not good at all, although we've been out the front a few times, so The weather fun. has been – we had that really cool week about um, – a week and a half ago, where I managed to sneak out mm. with Kayleen. Yep. I had the flu that day. It was cr- oh, not well. Oh, did you? Well, you put that all over Facebook. <laughs> no, I know. I didn't have the flu. I just oh, went right. fishing. Well, Kayleen doesn't get many days off when weather corresponds, like everyone. Yeah. Everyone's day off never corresponds with two knots. It would always be raining and windy and oh, we'd still go. <laughs> our kind of weather we used to call yeah, it, didn't right. we? Want to go for a fish? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I'll go yeah, for a fish. <laughs> and then we'd get out there and it'd be flogging down rain and um, windy. So, so yeah, we just said, no, let's go. The weather's not that good. Um, and we scored that awesome day. A lot. Of, there was probably about four or five days um, in there. Hang on then, shares. Yeah, Let me keep... I know. I'm still playing around. Any with the joy? Headphones. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. Got got me testing. No, not no, working I'll really. Have a look anyway, the... we'll sort it out. I'll soon. have a look in the song and see if we can get you some. Yes. Get you a bit of sound in your headset. But I did um, see you guys had a great session out there that day. We did. We uh, the we caught the extinct Macosaurus. Oh yeah. There, there's not very many around. rare species. Very that one. rare. <laughs> not many around. No, there was heaps around, and we all know there's quite a few around. But mm. um, uh, and that leads into um, one of our guests on the show uh, around seven thirty, caught to caught to eight. Um, Richard Gilmore, a oh, yeah. commercial fisherman from Cairns, mm-hmm. um, who I sat on the working group for two years with. Really cool dude. Richard got hasn't got a stitch of hair on his head, <laughs> but, but he's a good lad. So we've got Richard on because um, a lot of changes coming with fisheries, and Richard wants to put his point out from the commercial side of it. He's been um, really proactive in um, in jumping in the science and seeing what's really going on. So I think that'll be great for the people to hear, to be honest, because at the moment there's so much controversy with all of this stuff that's going on. So yeah, I mean. Well, Richard just put a, a video up of himself talking um, during the week and it went viral oh, yeah. um, about changes for Nanny Guy that are coming and stuff like that. So we'll have a chat with Rich. I saw that, actually. Yeah. And I'm sure many people had some lovely opinions. Oh, <laughs> you, you get both sides. You do. And, and the good thing about Richard, he's fairly thick-skinned and he's fairly mm. easygoing, so he can take the... Um, you proies take everything. It'll be good. You can't fish, and he can take. He can take the yeah. That's the right. Bat. So he's yeah, a, he's a good lad. Um, so get uh, we have um, Richard around half past seven, quarter to eight. If he's out of bed, and no, he'd be out of bed. <laughs> you know, uh, we'll talk to him about his red fishing because he, he he's a red. He's got a red fishing license. So oh, yeah. and a trout license. So it'll really affect him. Um, but he still hand lines. And, uh-huh. and and he says to me, Gaz, do you want to come for a trip with me? Because he fishes out off Cooktown somewhere. Mm. And he says, do you want to come for a trip? And I go, can I bring me rod and reel? <laughs> I'm not handlining. But he handlines out of 80 to 90 metres of water and, like, big reds in that 10 to 14, 15 kilo. And he'll get 150 of them. 
and on hand like oh, wow. he should have arms like Popeye. Oh, yeah, like the Hulk. T- yeah, yeah so my dad does that, but ha- yeah, yeah. Old boy is, he gets yeah. the uh, bike tube, the old bike tubes, and puts on them the on the fingers, and then um, yeah, they they drop down there. He had a good floaters. Old Blue had a good run about. Oh, was it? Two or three months ago, they went out about three or four times they did, in a yeah, row. They yeah. got a few fish. Dad so. had a bit of time off, so he took advantage of it. And, and then, the weather um, was cool. Yeah, and they were having cracking sessions out there, so it was good. But, yeah, it's um, 30 knots, 25, 30 knots oh, this beautiful. weekend. Oh, um, lovely. The Innisfail <laughs> Game Fishing Comp have cancelled their um, game fishing comp this weekend Not because surprised. of the weather. I did see one of the marlin comps were cancelled too at That's one it. point, yeah. weren't they? Yeah, yeah. Innisfail one this right, weekend yeah. is cancelled. And because of scheduling with marlin comps, they can't just say we'll have it next week. And didn't um, the day one of the bill fishing yeah, comp here was canned as was well? It was canned. Yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, they had horrible weather. And then the next week, yeah. it was just glass. It's Murphy's Law, eh? It is. Organise a comp. <laughs> And that'll happen. That's right, exactly. The next week. Yeah. But the look, one week, too, out of all that time. But that look how just... many barra comps, um, whether it be the Barabash or the Ingham Rod and Reel Club, mm. that it's really good weather, then all of a sudden, wind and rain for the comp. Yeah, that's right, I know. It's just, it's just the way it goes. Although the so. boys look like they had a great time at the Four Pound Club. Yeah, they always have oh, a good Oh, some one. of the costumes were hilarious. Yeah, no, the boys <laughs> go, well, I was talking to Jimmy, so uh, they have a really good time Yeah, it looked like they did. Good on them. Yeah, there's an age limit. I can't fish it. I'm oh. too old. No, 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 there's not. I, I couldn't keep up with them. What would they, your theme be? I don't know. It's you fun. just have to add a walking stick no, or something, really. Yeah, walking frame. <laughs> I, I don't have to dress up. Yeah, <laughs> no, right. I was actually thinking about it the other day. Yeah. And funny you say that. And I was thinking of if I – because I've seen a heap of the costumes and I thought, well, what would I go as? And I, I couldn't think of anything. So I, I thought of putting – stuffing pillows in my shirt and in my pants and wearing jeans and a western shirt and a trucker's cap and a beard. Yeah. And then have a guitar and have Luke Coombs blaring out in my boat <laughs> and me lip-syncing to Luke Coombs in my boat drifting down the channel, but I don't know. You'd so, have to come up with something funnier than I, that. I would. You know I would. So. <laughs> um, guesty on at 9 o'clock. Oh, cool. Yeah, Guesty's on for a chat. He's up in the hills on his farm. I always seem to snag Guesty when I'm on the show. You do. You're always there and Guesty's on. So That's he's right. up there. Want to have a chat of uh, how the uh, Pertec Fishing Challenge is coming along. Yep. Um, the dates are out. I'll have to look at them and put them up on our page. And uh, all bits and pieces that he's been doing. So uh, Series 11 is uh, up and running now. They rerun yours like it's getting yeah, it's old now. Yeah, it's the most popular. <laughs> The, my episodes with Guesty are the two most popular he's ever done. Yeah, look at you as you trying to catch your breath in the background. Oh, I was puffing. <laughs> I was puffing shit. <laughs> when you get a cobia, yes. like, and we all know how cobia is, yes. like you've caught a cracker yes. over, the, over the years. Um, so after the cobia, I was puffing because <laughs> hmm. Guesty took about 20 minutes to net it. <laughs> so I reckon he learnt his netting skills from you we'll then. We'll have a crack at him when he's yeah. on about that. Um, but next drop down, I hooked a shark. Yeah. And there was another 20 minutes. So by the end of it, I was cactus. But you can't sit down because when I sit down on in the corner, Guesty goes, Gaz, sitting on your butt doesn't make good TV, mate. Up you get and start fishing. <laughs> he's a real boss. He was on to you. Yeah, so no, it was good. So we'll have a chat with Guesty. And then the usual, we got M and... 
Mick from Motorco. So going to be really cool. Oh, it'll be good to talk to Em. Let yeah. her know that I live in her part of the woods part-time well, now too. You do, up that <laughs> neck of the woods. That's right. You're, you're getting the moustache, I can see it, from living in Ingham. Yeah, <laughs> I'm turning Italian. <laughs> <laughs> You've been up there for a month now. Yes, yeah, yeah. So enjoying it? Yeah, you I am. Do they, do they, anyone recognise you from the fishing show? No. Luckily. But, but like we were talking about before when I went into the cafe. Oh, the girls love me <laughs> at the Majestic. There's a photo of you on the counter. How cool is oh, that? Oh, I was like, what the hell's this doing here? <laughs> I bet you looked at it and went, is that Carrie? <laughs> well, yeah, I did actually. What's Carrie doing on the counter? They love me, the girls at the Majestic <laughs> up there in Ingham. But you are managing Westpac up there? Yes, I am, of the Ingham branch there. So, so it's it, good. It gives the people a bit more of an idea that they are not closing that branch. Because that was a worry. Wasn't it? Yeah. The branches. Well, they were told that at one point, so but now it's not closing, and now I get to be the bank manager. So look out! What were they thinking? <laughs> yeah, who decided that one? Yeah, I know, right? It'll be closed now. <laughs> no, look, I'm enjoying it, and the girls are lovely, so yeah, it's good. And uh, yes, yeah, stay out be, Forest Beach. You wouldn't be a strict, strict boss anyway. No, no, God, no. I tell you what, you'll get some good fishing spots from everyone who comes in and then you start chinwagging like you do. It does not take long and talking to customers already who then know, like, even the guys fishing the four-pound club and then the guys that do the barabash and you're like, oh, they're like, oh, do you know them? And I'm like, oh, yeah, well, one would say. Yeah, just a bit. A little bit, you know. But, um, yeah, and everyone knows everyone, you know. It's really... Little country town. really is. It reminds me of Innisfail, you know, home alone lot because you walk down the street morning john morning sandra hi yeah. paul how are you <laughs> ingham would be, if we left townsville and wanted to stay in the area ingham would be my little place yeah i mean on. i don't mind it i wouldn't live in ingham i'd prefer to live out so yeah. maybe in the future we'll look at doing that but um at this point i just how long stay are out you, of Forest Beach. is it not a contract is it your manager of the westpac in ingham for yeah. as long as you want yeah that's right or until people get sick of you yeah until they get sick of me and boot me out <laughs> go on. Go on. no that is is good you'll be able to well i know what you like you'll have a heap of good chin wags you may even be lucky enough to get your photo on the front counter oh, at, the at the majestic cafe, cafe. come on marina Shez is in town. Goodness me, eh? If only. Well, they did, when I messaged Marina about it and she said, she said, oh, Cherie's lovely. And I thought, you don't really know her. Yeah, I know. She asked me, how do you know Gary? And I'm like, oh, oh you don't want to know. Here we go. <laughs> Get, sit down. Yeah. Make us a coffee. <laughs> um, caravanning. You're caravanning. Yes. Where have you been lately or what um, have you been doing? We just go last. I'm trying to think. You went for a little run in the bush somewhere? Yeah, we normally go up Harvey's Rangeway. It's always nice up there, chill out, take the caravan up, take the dogs. Ten degrees. Dog. <laughs> Ten, yeah, dog now. Yeah. Yeah. Poor old um, Bundy. Louie. L- both Louis, of them. Both yeah, I'm yeah. down to one. Feeding them mushrooms I'm or something. I'm happy with one. <laughs> yeah, it must be a bit. How's Bella going with only? I actually think she's loving life. She's more attention. Uh, yeah, that's right. She gets to sleep inside now, so, you know, she gets all the food, so she's stoked. Does she still grab that bit of rope and drop it in Absolutely, your lap? Absolutely, oh, yeah. Amazing. <laughs> no, Harvey's Range, anywhere particular, just along the river? Um, Yeah, I, I couldn't tell you where it is that just, we pull yeah, up. Well, it's just in the middle of nowhere, really, and then we're there, so. <laughs> a nice Jayco van. 
you have yeah, with yeah. the toilet and everything's flash. That's right. So we're quite comfortable when we go up there. How popular is caravanning now when you look at YouTube and stuff like that? The oh. amount of people that have sold everything, mm. even even um, young people have, have Real sold. Real young families. And just gone bang. Yep. They've just had four or five kids and they just put them in the van and off, off they, they go, go, you know, spend a year or two travelling around Australia was, and they document it all. Yes, they do. They Oh, you see, they've all got their whatever they call themselves on their cars and everything for their YouTube channel. Yeah, I know, yeah, hashtag. I I was actually watching, because I've always wondered, I thought, I wonder how much they make out of YouTube, and it's not a lot, because one of the families I was watching the other day, um, they had 50 or 60, 70,000 views of their videos. Yeah. And they actually did a video of two... Um, about the myth of making heaps of money from YouTube. Yeah. And they sat there and said they they make hardly anything. They still have to work or do... I think she was a hairdresser. Yeah. Um, and they still have to work and find odd jobs with their travelling with the family. So and Well, a lot of them get sponsored but too, so... Yeah, but you they know. don't usually pay. They give them up. No, that's the thing. They'll get free fuel if you use this fuel station or free you know internet or free free phones or something yeah i know well that's the whole point of being sponsored but it doesn't put petrol in your (laughs) petrol in your boat getting given a handful of um soft plastic so yeah well that's right exactly well then you don't have to pay but you know how tight you are yeah but you look at some of the rigs um that they have these Mm. days like some of those rigs um, they lift the side up and there's an instant coffee machine in the well, side. Well, that's right, and that's why I would think that they're making a lot of money off their content. No, I think they owe a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. These, pe- these people that I watched the YouTube video have said they they don't get um, make a lot they out of YouTube. They still have to um, still have to do work. Um, they actually plotted their story of what they actually did um, at the start. So they. Um, built an investment house, then sold it, and with the money they made from the investment house, which wasn't a lot, their parents had a property, so they bought cattle and then they sold the cattle and and then they got a little nest egg to be able to keep going. And they were with two kids um, and they were were saying it was quite interesting. But then you look at some of the the other YouTube, like really big stuff, they get millions of views and they do make a lot of money. Yeah, right. So, yeah, you've got to be up there you've got to do something that's going to make yourself go viral really oh i could do that but i'd probably end up in the lock lock house <coughs> in the watch house yeah wrong youtube but yeah, yeah. no same youtube but in the main street um but yeah your caravanning looked really cool i seen your van we did a little weekend up at um rolling stone last year yeah was that it was the year before no it was no, last, last year for our birthdays, birthdays. yeah for yours and Kayleen's birthday that was when good. they're really you close. And Kayleen went and got dinner at like 3.30 or something in the afternoon. Then you, <laughs> you and Chris were still cooking at 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> yeah, well, we were drinking and having a good time. <laughs> Brung the birthday cake down. We had a bit of a birthday cake. But, yeah, our little good. camper trailer mm. compared to your flash palace. Um, was was a little bit. I know. Well, we had the we had the pork crackle on the barbecue going. We turned the TV around. We had the races on. We yeah, had you the did. Cold beers <clears throat> in the fridge, like we were. But we were. It was awesome. We had a good spot there. No, it was good. And but yeah, your caravan was very flash toilet. Um, and when you look at some of the vans they tow around now and how much they are, like a hundred thousand dollars for a caravan, and you sort of that's 
a car or half a deposit on a house yeah. these days. I know, right? I know, and some people have spent that on caravans. But, I mean, I wouldn't spend that much on a caravan. But if you were going to live in it for, you know, like these people who travel around for 12 months or two years or whatever, then it would be worth it. But um, just for us to get on the road and go here, there and everywhere, I mean, we've got a palace at us. It's only me and Chris, so, yeah, <laughs> it's, yours you know. Are, yours is really good. But doesn't it – there's a couple of sites on Facebook. There's one called um, Camping Hacks and Tips or something like that. And it, yeah. And you put up there – and and you put your little tricks that you do when you're camping. Yeah. And then we look at the um, $150,000 four-wheel drive towing the $120,000 yeah. van. And then we put when, – because when we travelled way back before kids, mm. um, we travelled for seven years. So – and we didn't have a caravan. We had a tent <laughs> or a little plastic um, – tarp come off the side of the car and we oh, used to yeah, throw, right. throw the um, and I put that up there um, on this camping hack show us what you what your camping setup yeah. used to be and my old panel van my old Holden panel van and put it up there and I think it got um, about 50,000 views <gasps> what and and it had over a thousand comments yeah and and people going oh look you don't don't need to have the big flash four-wheel drives and then they start asking you questions and and have you got more photos and stuff like that so i dug in because obviously they weren't photos on the phone Mm. they were actual real photos a photograph wow (laughs) so what i had to do which was really weird was get our photos lay them on the table and take photos take photos of the photos yeah so I'm taking photos and and they were asking for more, saying, "Oh, that's awesome! Um, can you?" And then people started adding, and then they'd add, "Oh, we travelled around in the late '80s in this old HR Holden sedan," and everyone started getting this big old photo session yeah. going. And then we started putting up. There's the panel van in the Tanami Desert when we crossed the Tanami Desert in our Holden panel van, and people are going, "Oh, did you do the Tanami?" Yeah, yeah. And then I put, "There's us doing the Gibb River Road," and they go, "Oh, you did the Gibb River Road in yeah. the Holden panel van." And I go, "We did Gibb River about three times in a Holden panel van." And then it was really cool. So yeah, all those I like watching those camping type stuff of mm. where they go, but they they do get a little bit. Overboard with the stuff they have these oh, days. Oh yeah, yeah. With the I with mean, the they're proper glamping. You know, they're not. They can't. They're travelling in comfort, and then they pull up with the caravan and just pull the canopy out, and then yeah. out pops a coffee maker, and then the TVs are going, and it's just really a home away from home. After, when we were travelling, we started off with just the the panel van, but after a couple of years, you accumulate a pile of crap. Mm. So we ended up with um, a trailer, a little six by four trailer. Oh yeah, and I'd made that used to carry my outboard motor so I didn't have to carry the outboard in the back of the car anymore and then we had our fishing gear and bit and we made it and we had a single burner stove in the in the trailer and I used to flip the side up prop it up <laughs> with a bit of um, wood and then we get our single burner and when we pulled over for lunch and stuff we'd have a can of Irish stew or something and then cook some toast yeah and I remember we were going along the Nullarbor and I said to Kayleen oh let's pull over um, and have some lunch because mm. when you're travelling, if you stop and buy a burger and a Coke and everything all the time, like there's 30 bucks yeah. for a burger and a Coke. Oh, about $110 yeah. now. Yeah, imagine on the <laughs> Nullarbor. So, so we sort of thought, no, we'll 
have bread and then we'll have cans of baked beans and Irish stew and stuff like that. So yeah. we pulled over on the Nullarbor and there was a heap of other vannies and stuff all pulled up as well like they do. I wasn't old back then. I was. <laughs> so we lifted up the side and Kayleen got a little pot out and started cooking the the um, Irish stew on the single burner and a lady came from one of the caravans and said, oh, how are you going? I said, oh, good, thanks. And she said, oh, we noticed you've only got a single burner. Would you like to come in our caravan and and um, use our cooker and everything? And we said, oh, no, we're, we're right, thanks. And then we got talking to her and we mm. said, oh... She said, have you been travelling long? And we said, oh, we're in our fifth year. Oh, oh, really? I said, yeah. I said, yeah, we've been going for five years. I said, this is just normal time. And she said, oh, well, no worries. And off they went back to their van. So they expect you to have all the big flash stuff. Yeah, yeah. But even when we did the, went up the tip, not last year, the year before, up the yeah. Cape, um, we were fairly um, small compared to everyone else you see. And um, we had our tent, we had our blow-up air bed, yeah. and we had just our little camp stove, mm. and that was it. So you don't need all that big flash stuff, but it is nice. <laughs> when you yeah. can have a shower in your caravan. Well, and that's right, you know, after a day of wandering around and doing whatever you're doing, then you get back and have your shower and cook some dinner. Although we don't use the kitchen in our caravan hardly ever because we've got the barbecue out the front so why wouldn't you be putting a roast in that instead you know yeah does it but it wouldn't make your caravan smell wouldn't it if you cooked in, in no there, no little... and it's got all the vents in that yep. anyway so it's got everything you need but no we've cooked in there before i mean if i'm going to do anything in there i might do some veggies on the stove or something but usually we'll just chuck a roast in the weber and let it go yep how good does it, it smell? takes about three beers <laughs> what to cook a roast well for me <laughs> jesus you're only sipping what are you drinking it through a straw i tell you where we went and you guys went when you had your camper trailer was Yungler dam oh how good was that that is so cool yeah. up there such a really you copped it flogging oh, on the rain though say, it's such a beautiful spot <clears throat> but i've never seen white caps on a dam before oh, yeah. <laughs> it was horrendous the weather but we copped uh really really good weather and we mm. i'd read a few reports um that when you get there where the toilet block is on the top yeah, of the hill yep. go down to the left um, because that shades you from any wind that comes across the dam. Oh, well, we didn't know that. We did. So we <laughs> camped down there, and you could see the wind howling across the dam, but we were tucked down the left-hand side yeah, right. out of the wind, so it was really nice. Yeah, it was a bit hard like to try and cook and everything there because we had the pull-out kitchen then, and yep. you know we'd have to get like six different pieces of timber yep. to try and put it around the cooker just to get something boiling or cooking or whatnot because it was it was so windy the first day was mint yep. like it was so beautiful and then um so the next morning we were pumped got in the canoes put a couple of i think we took some beers with us and then the fishing rods and some lures and yep. stuff and we paddled over to the boneyard because did you was, paddle right across the yeah, other side all <coughs> the way so off we went, you know, on our yep. little mission, our little paddle boats, off we went. It was so cool. We had a lot of fun. And then um, even Chris had got that barrel, barrel over yeah. there. It was really cool. And um, I'd got out at one point and walked this whole bank. It just looked so good. But um, the whole place looked good. All oh, those boneyards, awesome. you know, you just know there's fish down there. And um, 
And it was funny about watching Chris in the canoe try and catch this barra. You know, it's sort of taken him here, yeah. there, and everywhere. And he's got his legs out to the side, <laughs> like trying a duck. to yeah, trying to look, balance. He would have looked like it if you were underwater. He would have looked like a little duck flapping <laughs> yeah, his legs. He was, but he did a good job. He got it in. So, yeah. and then we kind of realised that. Um, I mean, it had been raining on and off, but that hadn't bothered us. But we realised how much the wind was picking up. So we were like, oh well, we better head back. And it was the hardest trip back Wouldn't ever. Wouldn't it have been behind you? No. Did you? Where'd you go? Not towards the wall, straight across the other way. We were all the way over uh, to where. Oh, because that's was. a long yeah. way. Because we were looking, and I said, Ches and Chriso um, paddled across the other side mm. from here somewhere, and I went, No, that's mo- that's a long way yeah. across. No, we did. We went the whole way. <clears throat> but it was. It's a beautiful place to stay. It was awesome. I mean, it was a really nice spot. But yeah, the weather for us wasn't the best. I mean, we still made. We still made the best of the good time, you know, like even though the weather wasn't the best, we still had a lot of fun. We uh, we went there and then it, we had mint weather mm. um, and stayed on the left-hand side and they've done the toilet block up. It's all new now. Yeah, and it was like that when we oh, were there. Yes. Yeah, so, so we had the really cool spot. Then, then when we finished there, we went to Conway Beach, the caravan park at Conway Beach. Yeah. And that is so nice. If you if you go caravanning mm. and want to go to a caravan park, um, go to Conway Beach. Where's that? Um, on the way to Airlie, you turn off the highway. Oh and, yeah. And then it's it's about forty minutes from Airlie, but right on the beach. Yeah. And it it doesn't get the the amount of people as Airlie gets. There's, There's so many there. good spots along there. Dingo Beach, yeah. then even Bowen. You know, it's got some beautiful spots as well. So there's so many good little spots to pull into and, yeah, have a good time. Yeah. Like, so you know what we did when we went to Conway Beach because we've got the camper trailer. Yeah. I booked an ensuite site, powered oh. ensuite site, <laughs> with our own toilet and shower. How good was that? <laughs> I put the awning up, back the camper trailer in. Right next to our own little slab, put the awning up and... Um, Had we three were. tantrums. No, I didn't on this one. Not like at Rolling Stone when I put it up at Rolling Stone. Kayleen took control. Of she just like, walked away. Yeah, I know. But at, at Conway Beach, Kayleen took control. Time to go for a song and an ad break. And when we come back, we'll talk more fishing and caravanning with Shez. See where she wants to go caravanning, what her bucket list caravanning places don't forget to jump on the phones to get yourself a bingo number we've got some awesome prizes as per usual Every day, 
From 7 to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturday night. Playing all your R&B, hip-hop, rap and reggae from the 80s to now. On your two deadly radio station. 107.1 FM 4K1G. With the COVID-19 lockdowns coming to an end, it's time to book your escape to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Lucinda Fishing Lodge is North Queensland's best kept secret and only a short drive from Townsville. Take your family, take your mates and take your boat. With unlimited kilometres of the Hinchinbrook Channel to explore or just a short trip to the Great Barrier Reef, the time to book is now. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, what a great escape. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, station sponsor. Race in and power away with a new Yamaha outboard from Rising Sun Marine, home of Australia's most trusted marine brands. With Yamaha Motor Finance and Insurance, hitting the water in your dream boat couldn't be easier. Visit the team at Rising Sun Marine today. It's time to live the dream. It's time to live the dream. 
and get it. Rising Sun Marine. Station sponsor. Summer is coming. Is your car up to scratch or do you need to have your windows down? ALEC is offering free AC checks and quotes to make sure you're ready to handle this summer. If it's your car or your four-wheel drive, no job is too big or too small for ALEC. Search ALEC today and book your free aircon check today. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, welcome back to the NQ Fishing Show. She's just getting used to the phone, so don't forget to ring in uh, during the ad breaks and song breaks to get yourself a bingo number, some great prizes. I'm all prizes. over it, Gaz. I know you are. You're all over it. Time to head up to Cairns Carandaway, the most uh, professional, professional fisherman I know, Richard Gilmore. <laughs> How are you, mate? I wouldn't know. Wouldn't say most professional, professional, but I'm good, Gaz. How are you, mate? Good, mate, mate. I, you know I've known you for two years now, mate. I know how good you go. <laughs> oh, it's all stories, brother. No, all mate. Stories. I've I've seen you in action, mate. I've seen you in Brisbane with your scarf. <laughs> that's it. In- forgot to send you yours because I was a bit greedy and kept them myself. Yeah, so. that's Sorry an inside that. story about the scarfs there, shares. I'll obviously. tell you off air. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, Richard wears well. <laughs> hey, uh, mate, we've got you, we've got you on today um, because uh, as as everyone knows, and I've spoke about it before, we sat through um, a couple of years of the mackerel working group together. But there's also now a heap of issues starting to come with uh, other species, your reds and bits and pieces. And uh, you have been uh, probably up there as probably one of the most, um, I don't know, biggest voices for the commercial sector in the last two years to try and save your livelihood. Mate, I don't, it's not just the commercial, it's also the recreational. Yep. This affects everybody. I, you know, I'm not just out for the commercial. I just, I just want good science that, um, that everybody can rely on, not the dodgy crap that we're getting and that the government's making policy on, mate. So... You know, I'm all for everybody going out and catching a feed of fish, um, but when government's making policy based on dodgy science, well, that's a whole other story, you know. It is, mate, and we, as we know, we sat through the mackerel at 17%, um, and that was um, through other studies and looks and, and scientists a bit... Uh, the data input that they used is probably not what they should have used. So you're right about um, the dodgy science-type type of it but are, are we getting any headway are they are the governments looking at re-looking at it or are we just banging our heads on the table mate well i i think we're getting a little bit of headway but you know the government like i spoke to dallas de silva the other day um at length yep and he basically said that they do not agree with what um dr hoyle and alistair dunn has said regarding steepness and stuff like that even though you know, they sort of agree that a lot of the stuff that Simon Hoyle um, had put out is stuff that they're now starting to look at. Yep. Um, and they're going to bring forward the next stock assessment to 2025. Well, when the last stock assessment was done in 2021, and it was absolute crap, <laughs> what Simon Hoyle has shown is that the um, model misspecification uh, within their stock assessment basically means it's absolute rubbish. So... You know, I think the only way we're going to get any headway now with these people is uh, start going political. Um, Fisheries Queensland, they're just going to do what they want to do because they want to protect protect their um, scientists and stand by their scientists, even though with the review that Dr Hoyle has done um, has absolutely lambasted them 
um, more than they could ever have imagined. And so. and and mate, Doctor Hoyle isn't just a, a Gumby who um, you guys approach to do this. He's super qualified for this type of species. Yeah, mate, he's um, he's a tuna specialist. He actually used to work for Fisheries Queensland. I think he did a lot of work on Spanish mackerel um, in in the late 1990s and yep. early 2000s um, for Fisheries Queensland. Um, and he's moved on to bigger and better things. He's, um, you know, he's an internationally recognised scientist. Um, and, you know, one of the other things is you've got to remember that Dr Neil Clear from the, a former CSIRO scientist as well did a review on this Spanish stock assessment. Um, and he also pulled, pulled their science apart, not to the sort of detail... Um, that um, Simon has. Yep. Um, but you know, it's it's just one of those things that these guys just simply refuse to listen to to, to those people that um, are far far higher credentialed than than what their um, own scientists yeah. are. Yeah, mate. When Neil Clear uh, reviewed it, and his uh, and, and we've all seen what he said, and it was just basically ignored and and moved on, a bit like. Um, we copped in the in the working group. Yeah, yeah, no, well, we were totally ignored. And actually, reality goes as we were lied to. Yeah. Um, point point blank, one of my first issues that I raised with Fisheries Queensland um, in the working group meeting on the first day that we ventured down to Brisbane and had a wonderful meeting um, was that, you know, I'm a commercial fisherman. I have um, two commercial licences. I have two Spanish mackerel endorsements for yep. both licences. But I primarily target um, nannies, red emperor uh, and coral trout. Yep. They're my target species. Now, Spanish mackerel are not my target species, but in order for a commercial fisherman to sell them, we need to have those SM endorsements. Yep. Well, so, you know, I might catch 100 fish in a day. And one of those being a Spanish mackerel, and Fisheries Queensland would then actually attribute an entire day's fishing effort to that to that mackerel um, day. Yep. You know, what, yeah. which which offsets the the uh, the uh, catch per unit effort um, in a big way. And they actually said, "Oh no, we 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 uh, issue an ACN, which is you know just a, a number yep. that they issue for each fisherman. We know what their skill levels are. We know what the target species are, and then we then we make um make adjustments for that. And I I called them out and said, "No, that, I doubt that you would do that." Anyway, the next day they came in and said, "Yep, that's how we operate. That's how we do it." Well, through this uh, peer review process, uh, sorry, the review process from Dr. Hoyle. Yep. And I was part of the team that was communicating with Dr. Hoyle and whatever. And we were seeing the emails from Fishery Queensland. Well, the truth is that they just flat out lied, that they do attribute a full day of effort to, you know, um, that sort of scenario. So yeah, it's, it's, it's just one of those things, mate. Dodgy science, making management decisions based on green ideology, ideology is... is it's just wrong. Yeah, and mate, that's wrong. that's one of our um, battles, isn't it? The the government um, with UNESCO and the reef plan and everything going along to it, trying to appease um, people that don't even live in the country. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, so one of the direct results of of this Spanish mackerel outcome is like the, most people probably aren't aware that the commercial fishing sector operate on a quota system, and yep. if we don't. Uh, if we either own or lease quota, 
if we don't have that quota, we cannot catch that species. So we're limited by the tonnage via a quota species. Now, since this announcement has been made um, and the new quota season started on um, uh, July 1st, yep. our quota cost for Spanish mackerel has increased over 700%. Yeah. So we've got we've gone from around fifty five cents a kilo to catch that mackerel. We're now we're now at four dollars fifty plus GST yep. just to have the rights to catch that mackerel. So well, an average Sorry mate, keep going. Yeah, sorry mate. An average Spanish mackerel is now costing us fifty dollars in just quota alone before we even get to sell it to the public. Yeah, and you know who's gonna you know who ends up getting pineappled, so to speak, in the long run is the people who uh, like their fresh seafood. <laughs> Um, and haven't yeah. got the opportunity to go out in a boat and catch their own, uh, uh, those poor people um, that yep. pay in the long run. Yeah, absolutely. The, mm. consumer, the consumer misses out. The yep. consumer inevitably has to pay a little bit more. But, you know, reality and what a lot of people don't understand is that um, our wholesale prices have not changed. <clears throat> so the the wholesale food, uh, seafood outlets... Yep. Um, they're still paying us the same as what they were last year because they can now source that product for cheaper from the Northern Territory, Western Australia, the Gulf of Carbon Territory, all which do not have any um, quota mechanisms in place and, and are forced to pay uh, such high prices for quota, or, or they just get it from Indonesia for a, a much lesser price. Yeah, no, which is so, wrong because with the mackerel, yeah. there was no compensation... Um, to commercial fishermen because of, well, there was never any harvest strategy in place originally, so um, you guys never yep. got any compensation for losing your mackerel. Um, and, and, no. it was, and that probably was eye-opening for me when I was in those meetings with fisheries, probably why I stood up on the chair at Cairns and went on my five-minute rant that day being such a short bloke you did have to stand on a chair. i did yeah, mate I, mm-hmm. they couldn't see me over the bowl of minties so i had to stand <laughs> up on the chair <laughs> so yeah only half a bowl of minties yeah so uh, <laughs> last so, time i saw you stand on a chair the boys slipped 20 bucks in your pocket <laughs> oh, I, I was worth it <laughs> he didn't it wasn't in his pocket yeah that's right it was, was funny it, it just slipped in the g-string there rich <laughs> yeah, you know right. mate <laughs> Remember, I wrapped my scarf around your neck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to go no. there, Dad. Hey, mate, anyway. also, also um, coming up, um, uh, possibilities of um, changes to reds and all other species in bag limits and, and quota mate, for you guys. Mate, it's not just for us, it's the recreational yep. guys. Like, you know, I've got a lot of mates who are recreational fishermen and they, you know, the video I did the other day, you know, most of them are probably didn't even get through to the nanny section yeah um because of there were because there were too many ums and ahs from myself of course well mate. A professional speaker like yourself Gaz. <laughs> so <laughs> next next time i might employ you to uh to do a video for it so that'd be good yeah mate, but, mate um it's... you know yeah the real the reality Gaz, is that the the nanny guy um most people aren't aware that the fisheries are looking at at well, their recommendation in their stock, 2021 stock assessment is to cut it to 12 tonne entire harvest. So that's commercial and charter and recreational combined. Yep. Now, so if you look at, say, six tonne, even, even go 20 tonne, 
the um, catch at the moment from the recreational sector is quite huge, being the predominant, yes. predominant harvest of that. But it would actually require for fisheries to get down to their recommended level a massive closure, not just a bag limit reduction to one per person, two per boat. They would need a, a significant closure of nanny guy fishing, full stop, to achieve anywhere near their targets. Yeah. It's just never going to happen. So, you know, people need to start standing up and, and having, having a crack at these these government agencies and and po- local politicians that are that are relying on this dodgy science. Yeah, mate, it's a, it's an interesting few years ahead. It's been an interesting few years already. Um, and I did see, we were talking on the phone during the week and you're saying about a boat rally um, in Townsville. And I've seen Nick Dometto, um mention something about it on one of his posts. So maybe um, Nick's trying to organise something later on in the year around the closure time as well. Yeah, I think um, I think closures uh, a rally's definitely got to be organised for sure because you, you need to show these local politicians. Now I've had a look at the um, one of the Queensland government websites and north of Bundaberg, yep, there's 14, 14 coastal electorates that will be affected by this saddle tail scenario. It's already been affected by the Spanish mackerel scenario. There's fourteen coastal electorates that have la- Labor Party members yep. in in Parliament, so it. People need to start standing up in front of these people and saying, you know what, you're costing us our jobs, you're costing us our ability to, you know, uh, feed our family. Yeah. Your jobs are now on the line, you know. Uh, uh, unless you start pushing for decent science, your jobs are going to be gone. So, And there's a lot of recreational fishermen that can put pressure on these guys. Yeah, mate, well, me and you both know the amount of emails we sent to fisheries asking questions oh. and never got answered. <laughs> <laughs> a countless number of emails. Oh, unbelievable. Mate, even... And even, like, don't get me wrong, I'm not fisheries bashing or anything like that, but it was um, an eye-opener and very frustrating um, on my behalf to to think I was going to a, into the working group to have a, a bit of an input and an outcome um, and yep. then basically... Um, no, you were just there to enjoy the free meals and the minties and the coffee. <laughs> and to tick a box. So <laughs> yeah. You tick the boxes box representing the recreational sector, mate, and, you know, a couple of other guys did. Yeah. Um, like, you know, uh, Robert Drain, he, you know, yeah. he resigned from it because he was representing the commercial and being a very highly qualified scientist, he, he called them up on all their science crap yep. and never got any answers for it. Um, you know, so no. he basically walked away. It's like, well, this is just a joke. Yeah, and, he and did. They, they didn't even they didn't even have have the decency to respond to his email, uh, resigning from the working group because of that um, process. Oh, I know, mate. It's been a, a bit of a, a bit of a shambles, and we've battled on, and you're you're battling on, um, and yep. you've got a fairly uh, big battle on your hands with uh, with everything you guys have got, and then uh, the Rex have as well. Yeah, well, one of the one of the things the wrecks need to understand is in this saddle tail stock, it's definitely a large mouth nanny guy for what us North Queenslanders call them, is that fisheries didn't even model any form of shark depredation in their modelling. No. Now, everybody knows that sharks are probably one of the biggest issues when targeting, targeting nanny guy. Yeah. You know, and for fisheries to not even model that uh, within, within their modelling is quite laughable for a start. And one of, one of their own admissions on the quality of their stock assessment 
is that a significant component of the harvest is taken by the recreational sector. However, the full extent of the subject, uh, uh, the full extent is subject to considerable uncertainty. Yeah. So how can you do a stock assessment, say that you're 95% confident that you've got it right, yet you have no idea what the larger sector actually catches? Yes. Yeah. And you don't even model the shark stuff, you know? Like, it's just absolutely laughable, and this is all driven by an agenda, and I think... You know, I think the recreational guys are going to get up and have a good crack at these guys, I hope. So I hope so. We'll be there supporting them the whole way. Yeah, mate. We, I'm uh, all for everybody catching a feed. Yeah, we are too, mate. Not that I catch much, but although I did have a good day last week mm. when the weather was good, I actually caught something. More than cod. What'd you get? <laughs> What'd you get? Can, can, was it a nanny guy? I caught seven. Uh, what size? One kilo, two kilo? Oh, mate, oh, I reckon they're 15 to 20 kilo. Oh, eh? they were not. <laughs> <laughs> Kayleen mate, would have caught those they were, they were perfect eating size rich. They were 55 Plum. centimetres. Mm. Beautiful. Delicious. Not the, not like perfect. you, mate, with your your 80 metre hand line efforts. Oh, uh, well, someone's got to do it, eh? Oh. You'll have to come and have a crack, young fella. Oh, <laughs> mate, I puff after one. <laughs> Don't I, worry, I puff the whole time too, but you got to do it to make a living, eh? You do, mate. Mate, I one day when the weather's good and you've got a seat, I will drive up there and head out with you. It'll be awesome. Perfect. Free labour. I love it. <laughs> I, did, I didn't say anything about free, did I? <laughs> <laughs> I did. Oh, mate, I'll throw you 20 bucks when everything keeps going. <laughs> all right, too easy, Gaz. Good to talk to you, mate. You too, Rich, mate. Keep up the fight, um, and we'll all fight with you. Um, it, it, it may be there'll be a lot of people that are for all this um, closures, and there's a lot, a lot of people that aren't, and we all know that you guys, um, this is your livelihood. You've got houses to pay off. You've got... Um, kids to send to school, you've got businesses, you've got all sorts. So uh, we'll keep up the fight, bud. That sounds good. Actually, one one quick thing on that little livelihood scenario, guys. Sorry yep. about that. No, um, no steal the platform, when, mate. She's all yours. <laughs> <laughs> when the uh, when the when we first went into that Spanish mackerel working group scenario, and and then they published the stock assessment yep. publicly, our uh, commercial fishing licences. Reduced in value to a point they're no longer sellable. So yeah. they went from, say, an average of $55,000. Mate, you can't sell one today because of the dodgy fisheries Queensland stuff, mate. So, yeah, well, I hope... That's what, that's what we're dealing with. Yep. Um, you know, it, it's it's costing us, a, costing us a lot and, you know... If you, Close your door, yeah, mate. <laughs> yes, I just did. <laughs> I, was, I was about to bail, but I thought I'd chuck that one in there. Yeah, good stuff. All right, mate. We'll let you go, Rich. Thanks, mate. See you, guys. See you, Rusty. There's Richard Gilmore up there at uh, Cairns Coranda, commercial fisherman. Good bloke, too. Mm. Um, and they are going to feel it. Well, they are already feeling it with mackerel. Um, and when, when all this... Uh, settles down with reds and trout and gill nets and so does that mean they're doing the same thing with the nanagai possibly yeah right yeah, possibly they've done their studies um assessments on them and it's just mm. the decisions they make now and i'm not on that working group so i can't 100 percent say what's going to happen mm. um although i was on the mackerel working group and i didn't couldn't say 100 percent what was going to happen with that, so. <laughs> yeah well that's right so but you know, yeah it's so uh, much. go out and fill the freezers now then 
<laughs> wait for the weather. Yeah. But like Richard said, they don't. A lot of factors don't get taken into account with the assessment. And I know with the mackerel assessment, um, the shark depredation didn't the get it. Sharks um, are a problem with yeah. everything. But even the the weather never got um, into that assessment. Yeah. So um, hopefully the next one they do sharks and weather because as we know, um, weather is a huge plays a huge part in in fish it it's if you have a really good wet season a season or two later the barramundi and the mackerel are thick as you yeah. have a really dry spell the fish aren't as prolific so hopefully yeah. their studies and they sit back and and take a bit of um common sense out of their stuff and start listening to people who are on the water and that that was one of my um really big um gripes when i was in the working group we yeah. had five commercial fishermen there mm. sitting on the group and they had a, a around 200 years mackerel experience there was one fellow tony vass he yeah. was about 150 years old and out of that 200 years he had about <laughs> 190 of them but they they didn't listen to um listen to anyone so um but hopefully um it all changes or or whatever happens or if a new government gets in next year i think is state elections but i don't think um, much will change governments are governments there's our That's little so there, true there's our rant rant page <laughs> with commercial stuff so um it's nearly eight o'clock time nearly time to go to mick from motorco we'll go to a song an ad break don't forget to jump on the phones get yourself a bingo number uh four seven two double four eight two four to get yourself into the draw let me see what prizes we got shares oh yeah here we go. Over in the prize corner, we have, thanks to Lucinda Fishing Lodge, we have a boy and a girl's bucket hat. One pink, one blue. Oh, they're Fishing Lodge ones. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, one's pink, one's blue. Yeah. Um, these days you can't say one's a boys and one's a girls. Oh, yeah. Kids hat. <laughs> they, them. Yeah, them's hats. <laughs> them's hats. We've got a size oh, 18 God. small Lucinda Fishing Lodge shirt. And we have a large Lucinda Fishing Lodge shirt in one bag. In the other bag, we have from the boys from Iron Man 4x4. So if you need any 4x4 gear, don't forget to go and see them on Bayswater Road. Get your winches and stuff like that. We have an Iron Man hat, Hummingbird stubby holder, an awesome pack of rid mozzie coils. We have an Iron Man water bottle. And from our awesome team at Berkeley, we have some paddle tail power baits. And don't forget our $50 Cleveland Bay seafood voucher. So some awesome goodies to give away. Look at that, Shez. They're the onto the phones already. already. So jump on the phones, get yourself uh, into the draw. You could win some awesome prizes. Just like our daddy He kick-started that bike one night And broke mama's heart He pointed that hill out west Out where the wild things are He'd call me up every couple of weeks South California Talk about the desert Joshua Tree His pretty girl stories 
Destroyer boats are built for North Queensland conditions. Higher sides, wider and deeper. Built strong, built to last, built to fish. Flagship Destroyer boats are only available at Townsville Marine. All powered by Yamaha Outboards with Yamaha Finance and Insurance. With models from the 435 Creek boats to the mighty 730 hardtop models and everything in between. There's a Destroyer boat at Townsville Marine to suit your fishing. Destroyer boats, Yamaha, Townsville Marine. Station sponsor. With the COVID-19 lockdowns coming to an end, it's time to book your escape to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Lucinda Fishing Lodge is North Queensland's best kept secret and only a short drive from Townsville. Take your family, take your mates and take your boat. With unlimited kilometres of the Hinchinbrook Channel to explore or just a short trip to the Great Barrier Reef, the time to book is now. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, what a great escape. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, station sponsor. Bosch Super Deals now at Harvey Norman. Get a bonus Bosch cordless drill with the Bosch Unlimited 7 Pro Animal Rechargeable Stick Pack, just $699. Bonus $65 gift card and bonus local delivery on Bosch 9 Kilo Washer, now $12.99. Bonus $70 gift card plus bonus local delivery on Bosch Series 6 Dishwasher, only $12.99. Bonus $100 gift card on Bosch German Made Pyrolytic Oven, Super Deal, now just $19.79. Limited time only at Harvey Norman, don't miss out. Station sponsor. Looking for the toughest products in town? Tackle World Townsville has the ultimate. Introducing Yeti, the toughest icebox around. So tough they are grizzly bear proof and hold ice for days. And the Yeti drinkware, it's the best on the market. See it now at today. Station sponsor. All my friends don't go fishing. 
live across North Queensland on 4K1G. This is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, welcome back to the NQ Fishing Show on a very, very windy Saturday. Time to head to Motorco and have a chat with Mick. How are you, mate? Morning, team. Morning, listeners. What's going on? Mate, we got Shez in today. Hey, Shez, how are you? About Good. time we got a little bit of class into the joint. <laughs> yeah, that's hey? right. <laughs> well, no, you know what she was telling me off air, mate? <laughs> What's that? Well, we were just talking and she said how easily entertained dogs are. She said her dog chased its tail around for five minutes the other day. And she said how oh. easily entertained. But then she realised she actually sat there for five minutes <laughs> and watched the dog chase its it. tail. So how easily entertained is she? That is not true. Where did you rip that bad dad joke from? That's horrid. <laughs> so, uh, we all have our vices, I suppose. Oh, yeah, just sat God. there. Sadness. Just, just sat there yeah, watching well, it. I would too, no, but well, it'd be hilarious. You wonder why they do that. <laughs> you know what I reckon? What I reckon the funniest thing is is a laser pointer and a cat. Yeah. And yeah, along the floor and up the wall. Yeah, you can watch yeah. it for hours, couldn't you? Oh yeah. <laughs> well, you can you just jump on YouTube and there's plenty of videos. Eh? That's exactly right. <laughs> What's on today, guys? What's happening? Oh, mate, we're having a little bit of chat with Shez about her caravanning and fishing and any little... Oh, nice. Yeah, because she's uh, turned into the glamper these days. <laughs> ah, I see. So a little bit got of a, a change. A fancy one. Yeah, a little bit of a change of pace. We've we've gone from full on fishing uh, to a little yep. bit of caravanning and camping and some yeah, fishing there as well. So, oh, good on you. Yeah. So well, no, there's, a, there's plenty of vehicles down here to tow your caravan. So uh, that's a good segue straight into our, uh, our me, car of the week, I suppose. That is, mate. You've done well yeah. there, mate. Let me look at it. <laughs> <laughs> what a nice oh, yeah, looking mate. dual cab. Yes, yeah, 2017 uh, Triton GLX Plus in a little auto under 100,000 k's, 4x4. I've done nothing. Bull bar, tow bar, and an alloy dropside tray. Oh, how good is that? I know. It'll tow... Very good. You guys... Now, there's a good segue you're talking about, because you guys sell caravans and stuff as well. We do, yes. And there's a, there's a lot of um, talk these days, and I know via Facebook, the caravanning camping sites... That the yep. uh, the scale people were were parked up by Cardwell the other day, pulling vannies over and making yep. sure the weight was correct for van and car. Yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's fairly important, you know. You you want your car to be able to tow it, but you also want to be able to stop it too, you know. So uh, it's a you don't want to don't overdo it so much. But people sort of buy a caravan and then they fill it with another five hundred kilos of uh, of of uh, items, you know. It'll, cutlery and crockery and blanket and water and beer and wine. So. Well, people forget yeah. about all the add-ons. Correct, yeah. Yeah, so you, it's a good thing to check it uh, quite regularly just to make sure you are under the limit. Yeah, and that's uh, if you don't and you get pulled over, you end up with the fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, we do. We check ours. Chris is always on to me about me putting more and more and more and more and more. You've got five tonne of clothing in there. Yeah, I, I, I do get a bit out of control. Well, well the more space you have, the more stuff you collect for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah, it's, it's true. like at home, you know, like <laughs> people go, oh, you need all this storage area. I say, what for? You know, like the more, more storage you've got, the more stuff you've got to put in it. Yeah, true. <laughs> That's it. It's like a shed. I've got three sheds. 
<laughs> and I could do with a fourth. Because <laughs> you just keep collecting. You stuff, keep collecting. You? But um, getting yeah. back to the vans, the motorco vans, you, your crew over at your car, and I know we're jumping away from your car yard. Yeah. No, but you're right. You're when you when you people go in and check out a van and want to buy a van off them, they'll also yeah. go through what vehicle, and they won't um, sell. Um, if you haven't got the well, they'll they'll make sure that you have of the correct vehicle yeah, and I, towing capacity. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm not all over that, but um, yeah, I think um, if you if you do buy a van, I think you do have to have um, uh, you got to have the the particular car yeah. attached to that van. You can't just go and borrow a friend's car to pick it up and then stick it on the back of your of your Rav Four or something. Oh, a little you know, Mazda. Where you've got, <laughs> <laughs> you got no chance of towing it. You know, so <laughs> the boys are fairly vigilant with that. That they uh, they make sure that the vehicle that um, you you uh, you've said you're going to use is the one that you're going to use, use. You know, because it uh, it is fairly important to have that uh, all set up properly. It is now getting back to your Triton. Very very yes. clean. Very nice vehicle. Yeah, yeah, 2017, done just under 100,000 k's, automatic, turbo diesel, 4x4 dual cab with a bull bar, tow bar, alloy drop side tray, uh, it's got a UHF radio in it as well. Um, yep. And today, 28,990, drive away. Drive away, how good is that? And finance available if you need be? We, yep, we can do on-site finance today, yes, absolutely. We have a very clever uh, business manager that can help you with your, with your financing if you need that, and we'll take trade-ins as well, so... Won't take anything living, so no, no husbands or wives or kids or, or, oh, or no, dogs kids. or in-laws or outlaws. <laughs> so, uh, anything that's not living, we'll trade it in. So uh, <laughs> come on down and have a look. But uh, I've got a good range of uh, vehicles here today. So uh, there's some dual cabs, there's some wagons, there's some SUVs. Um, I've got a little bit of a range of Audis here as well, which uh, the boys have so kindly lent me from across the road. So I've uh, got a, a little bit of a little bit of Euro luxury here as well. So. Have you been one, the, taken one for a spin? Uh, not officially, no. <laughs> no, not officially. <laughs> well, I took one for the, around, the, around the corner just to make sure that it, that it started, you know, so it's, it's just quality control that I do. And it worked perfectly. <laughs> yes. Where's, where's Marty today? Uh, he's up at Hinchinbrook. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> he's, got the, uh, there, he's got the Napa getaway for the weekend oh, yeah. day. All the yeah, boys are up right there. Though. Uh, so no alcohol, yeah. believe it or not. Oh, yeah, right. No. <laughs> <laughs> what are you up to after work? Are you golfing or...? No, not today. No, no. Uh, I, I get away too late on Saturdays now, so <laughs> well, uh, Sunday Leon, morning's my yeah. thing. So, yeah, got the got Parksy with us again tomorrow, so... Uh, we'll How's he hitting them? How's the big fella hitting them? Mate, uh, well, about two weeks in a row, he, he, he's uh, actually come in the rundown, so... Um, He's improving greatly, the big fella. He's uh, he's hitting them sweeter and not losing as many. And uh, yeah, no, he's uh, he's improving out of sight. He's uh, really putting an effort in, so uh, he's going well. Good on him. Well, I bumped into him at the footy last week with the Cronulla oh, yeah. Cronulla Cowboys game. Oh yeah. And yeah, the yeah. and the very lucky thing about it was I bumped into him before the game, not after okay. it, <laughs> because he would still be chewing my ear off. <laughs> He's very staunch with his uh, with his sharkies, mate. He loves them. So, oh, uh, mate, he, but, uh, he even had his face painted in yeah. sharkies' colours. <laughs> had the the little hat with all the danglies on it. Had his shark no, skirt on. Had everything. He was a bit dusty <laughs> last Sunday. Yeah. All right, mate. What time are you open till today? 
Uh, we're down here at 1 o'clock, 16, 18 Bowen Road, opposite the Audi Centre and Porsche Centre and um, opposite the Rising Star. And now we've got uh, Planet Fitness across the road from us now, where the old Coles used to be. Oh, is it open? Uh, You've been in? Oh, oh no. I, I, no, I'm, I'm not ready for that just yet. Why? It's bad enough that. carrying the donuts back from the servo <laughs> across the road. <laughs> yeah, I get distracted. Yeah. But, uh, no, mate, those... I'm not sure if... Uh, I don't think they're open yet, but they, they can't be too far away. The boys have been there putting all the air conditioner units on this weekend, yep. this week, so it's been very, very busy over there, so uh, I think it's very close. Another gym? Now all they need Another is a coffee shop near it. Another yeah. coffee shop. <laughs> yeah, it sells cakes and donuts. Oh, you'll be right. That's your workout. You can balance it out. You, know, you can go and have a cake and a coffee or whatever and a donut, and then you can go into the gym. And Look, mate, off. looking through the window isn't a workout. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll beg to differ on that. Hey, how about you get your box of donuts and look through the window and eat them, yeah. or sta- or go inside and stand in front of the mirror and open yeah. your box of donuts and start yeah. eating them. Do a workout with me donuts. Yeah, you do. Good on you, mate. Big shout out to Brucey Curry too. Hope he's hope he's recovering well and. Uh, Coming along well. I haven't spoken to Bruce for a little while, but uh, all the best, Bruce. I hope you're getting better, buddy. Yeah, he's plodding along, mate. I've seen he's been getting heaps of gifts given to him. Yes, yes, yeah. Yep. Have Absolutely. you given him a new Audi yet? No, no, not yet, no. Well, he doesn't like you that oh, much, we're, Bruce. We're, we're working on it. <laughs> good on you, Mick. Good on you, guys. Have a good weekend. Thanks, mate. Bye-bye. Bye, Mick. Bye, Mick. See you, guys. There's Mick from Motorco. Got a beautiful Triton dual cab in there for... What was the price shares? Twenty nine nine ninety or twenty eight nine ninety? Don't go in there and say it was twenty eight nine yeah, ninety because Gaz said we're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> He'd do it anyway. So duck in there and see Mickey's got a heap of cars. Um, if you're chasing a car, uh, it'll be perfect. Uh, let's go to a song and an ad break, and when we come back, we'll talk about the destinations you want to go caravanning yes. and fishing. It'd be perfect. These boys are in town tonight. I was going to go down to the Dally, but my partner... Your daughter ditched you. The daughter's (laughs) ditched me. And I thought this was going to be such an awesome night, but, uh, yeah, she's given me a flick.
from 7 to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturday night. Playing all your R&B, hip-hop, rap and reggae from the 80s to now on your two deadly radio station. 107.1 FM 4K1G. With the COVID-19 lockdowns coming to an end, it's time to book your escape to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Lucinda Fishing Lodge is North Queensland's best kept secret and only a short drive from Townsville. Take your family, take your mates and take your boat. With unlimited kilometres of the Hinchinbrook Channel to explore or just a short trip to the Great Barrier Reef, the time to book is now. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, what a great escape. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, station sponsor. Every day's a good day, stop wishing. Every day's a chance to drift away. Drift away. Every day's a good day for fishing. See you down a tackle world today. Station sponsor. Repower your boat with reliability and power with the next generation of Mercury four-stroke outboards now in stock at Motor Marine with unbeatable savings. Nobody makes a wider range of more reliable, powerful and efficient outboards than Mercury. Backed by decades of innovation, Mercury outboards are built to go the distance and Mercury's non-declining warranty gives you ultimate peace of mind. See the range and grab an unbeatable Mercury deal now at Motor Marine, Bayswater Road, Townsville. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. The show is flying with shares. We'll try and get hold of Marty shortly, who's up at uh, Lucinda, uh, fishing in the channel with the Napa boys. they got their little weekend away. Um, see what's getting caught. It's probably a bit windy I up there. I was going to say, even yesterday afternoon, the wind was um, crazy. It was really windy. Was it howling up the main street of Ingham? Yes. Or you wouldn't know, you're tucked in your office. No, well, I mean, it, it is windy up there too. And actually, we've had a bit of rain up that way. But um, once I got home here in the afternoon, then, yeah, it was more windier here, that's for sure. 16 knots, southeasterly in the bay. Yongala is south-southeasterly at 17. And good old Davies Reef is 26 knots. Oh. So it's... Blowing its ring out, as they say, <laughs> up there. Hey, shares with your caravan, mm. um, is there any places you haven't been that you go, I'd love to go Winton. there? Winton. Winton. It is so good. I know. I would love to go to Winton. Winton. You know, when we first went to Winton, I haven't been there for a couple of years, mm. um, when we first went to Winton, camp, stayed at the caravan park, went into the butchers and it stinks. And we went, cool, this ain't the best butcher. Oh. But it's the water. They're water that they wash every, and not just the butchers, everywhere else. They're underground water. It's got a real smell to it. And when you walk in, you go, ugh. So but it was, it was fine. We still bought all our stuff there. <laughs> but we uh, we did Winton, and you would love it, um, yes. the dinosaur stuff, mm. Lark Quarry. And and the museum and the whole yeah. the whole thing. But, I mean, I think it, the some of it closes during the summer because it's just too hot. Too hot, yeah. Um, so obviously we won't do it this year, but next year it's definitely on the um, bucket list. So I would love to go to Winton. You can do the little find my own fossil. We we looked uh, when we went out that way. We went there's areas where you can go fossiling because we mm. went to um, Hewenden first. And, yeah. And stayed. Oh, sorry, Richmond. Stayed at Richmond and did the um, dinosaur uh, yeah. museum. Stayed at the caravan park there, which is on Fred Tritton Lake, and it has barrows and red claw in it. 
No, really? Yeah, and uh-huh. I threw I my lure. Say, I thought you were going to say it has water in it. It's got water. <laughs> wow, really? <laughs> yeah, but it's got barras and red claw in it. I never caught anything. And then did the trip around and then down to Winton and Longreach. And yeah. you, you would really enjoy it because I know how nerdy you are with your dinosaur-y, that old type oh, of stuff. I just think it would be fascinating. I've not seen that before. So, I, you know, it's got to be something we all could do. Going out to Lark Quarry where... It shows all the dinosaur footprints, little dinosaurs, big dinosaurs, where they all scattered being chased. Is just you sort of sit there and try and picture what it was like. That's right, it'd all be surreal, those years it? ago. Yeah, it's it's really cool. Mm. So Winton, anywhere anywhere else you'd like to go for a bit of a trip and? Oh, I don't know. So many places though. There really is. You Wouldn't know what mind you going further out. What you've got to do is um is like hook your van on and take a year off. And then mm. off you go, and you just drive and drive. And when you have the freedom of having no plans, you can just go on the map and go, oh, let's go there for a while. And when we were yeah. travelling all those years ago, and that's what we used to do, we used to just go, let's go and have a look here. Throw oh, a dart at the map. We'll stay here. <laughs> Most of it corresponded with rivers mm. where, or somewhere where we could stay and fish. But you get there, and if you've got no time frame... Mm. Um, you just go, oh, we might stay here an extra week. And it's really, really cool. Oh, I know. Well, if, uh, that would be awesome to do. I wouldn't mind going further um, further north. Like, the furthest north we've been so far is Cooktown. Yep. So, you know, we'd like to do the Cape and go to Darwin. I think Darwin would be an awesome, awesome. place to yeah. go. Not so much Darwin itself, but the surrounding areas, you know, those creeks and rivers there, they're just lit with barras and... And I can uh, actually catch one up there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think anyone can catch one up there. Yeah, really. there's so many places up through there. Mm. And then down through the Kimberley and yeah, stuff like that is right. just so nice. But then when you get um, away from those really, and they're probably the most um, areas that you read so much about, the mm. Cape, Darwin, the Kimberleys and that. But when you get down to Alice and you start going through all the gorges out west and east of Alice and and Altunga and all those places, it's just so, so nice. With um, Stanley Chasm, which is a, a little gap through the cliffs, and there's just so many inland places yeah. that don't sort of get the recognition of the Kimberleys or the Gibb River Road and stuff like that. Yeah, that's right. But you need to um, just go, right, we're taking a year off. Mm. Hook the van up, let's go. Well, I'm up to about four months of long service leave now that I'm a veteran at work. <laughs> now you're the manager, you so, can do whatever you like. To save up a few more months and then yeah that would definitely be a plan of ours to yeah. pack up and disappear for a year it is nice and you when you just start traveling like that you find places like mm. when we went um up to uh lawn hill and everything last year yeah um and i have wiki camps on my yes, phone which costs eight too. bucks yeah and you get on it and you find all the free camps and the paid camps and then you start go, one area we wanted to go was up to the mitchell river and then fish our way down but the roads were all closed mm. um so we detoured and then started going to Agate Creek because, oh, Fossa King, let's go for a look at Agate Creek mm. and went there and, oh, it was so much fun finding shiny rocks. Felt like a bower bird picking everything up. <laughs> um, and then we went to um, O'Brien's Creek, which was Fossa King again near Georgetown. Uh, Georgetown. Um, it was just so, so much fun um, doing that stuff. So, yeah, when you get... What, what are you fossicking for? Is it gold or no? No, I did a bit. I'm hopeless on gold. <laughs> um, but we found um, 
uh, oh, what is it, um, like quartz and yeah. crystals and all sorts of stuff at Agate Creek and yeah. Agate, obviously. Yeah. You know the thing with Agate Creek, um, it's south of Georgetown down through there and we're not fossickers but when you go to the little dumpy caravan parky where you stay, it's not dumpy, it's really, really cool, um, or there's people in there who do it pro- professionally. They go there, they find and dig their really cool-looking stuff up. Yeah. And then they come back to their camp and then they go through it and then there's a big dump and they tip what they don't want. Yeah. I found better stuff that they threw out that they didn't <laughs> want than I found. So just really cool stuff like that yeah. um, is really, really good. So, yeah, when you get going and then, as you said, the fishing, because you're in the meter club now with Barry. <laughs> yes, Been I in am. there for a, a while. Um, haven't caught a barra since. Yeah, have. Oh, I know, money. <laughs> but yeah, it's um, it's a really cool thing just being able to have no time frame and yeah. just get your caravan and just go. That's right. That's right. Just make no plans. Just hit the road and see what happens. Away you go. Be awesome. Be awesome. It is good fun. And but you, I still you... have a mortgage at the moment, so I can't do that yet. <laughs> well, you should stop buying stuff yeah. and just knuckle down. Mm. But you're the manager of the bank, so you, by the end of next week you shouldn't have a mortgage. <laughs> yeah, you'd think that, wouldn't you? It should, should all be gone. <laughs> Done. There you go. Um any ideas of upgrading the van or you like it yeah we do like our van yeah. if anything we would do a smaller one because yeah. um, even though we do we've had a lot of you know we've taken the Jayco um, here there and everywhere which has been great yeah. but we don't need it as big, big. like I, we don't use the kitchen in it because we have the Weber and yeah um, it is quite big, and we don't need that much space. So I guess if we were going to change, it would be half the size. There's these littler ones that I have spotted the hybrids. up. Hybrids. Yeah, up at Forest Beach there, and I thought they just look perfect. They're still a little pop top, but they're half the yep. size of what we've got. And I mean, less towing. You know, like it's not as hard to tow. Not yep. that our one is that hard to tow at the but moment still either. Big. But yeah, that's right. It's because the hybrids big. are the not a camper trailer and not a big. Camper that's right they're like a box size yeah but they still have a toilet a shower they've got um even just a sink so you can still do yep. dishes and whatnot. that's what kayleen's looking at yeah uh they got when we bed. get old next year <laughs> didn't that happen already <laughs> <laughs> no um so, but yeah so i would i'd probably look at going doing something half the size of what we've got yeah we look at that and when you see the size of vans some people travel with oh some of them are humongous you just go holy dooly why would you travel and with I'm something telling that you big? now now that i've been on the highway i mean we've traveled a lot oh it, but townsville the, to ingham every week at the moment yes every monday morning I, i'm off to ingham friday afternoon i'm, I'm back but there are people out there who have uh, you know, they're driving a Prado, so this car is built, it's designed, it's perfectly capable of towing whatever's on the back of it. And this was like a Jayco pop top yesterday, and they're doing 80 kilometres oh, so on here the we highway. They co- like you've got kilometres worth of traffic behind this one car, and then between Townsville and Ingham at the moment, there's probably about three, three or four points where there's no lines on the road, so it's 80 kilometres, and they slow down even more in the 80 zone. So here you go. Now you know what you and Chris are like. No, I don't think so. Chris no is, way. Chris is 
bumping away with the radio on the ABC, <laughs> listening to Macca yeah. as he drives up the road. Hashtag Chris and Shares Radio yeah. in. Yeah. <laughs> doing 70. Oh, listen to Macca Shares. He's in Gundagai today. Yeah. <laughs> and the then you're doing, you're, you're doing 80Ks. <laughs> oh, let's go to a song. No and way. I'd never do, we would never do that. Driving Miss Daisy. dangerous to do that it sort is. of stuff um, on the highway. I, I quite often, and you know I don't race around. No, that's I, right. I cruise around, and if I get a truck behind me or if I get it, I usually just pull straight over. The truckies are really um, appreciative of it. When I see them coming and I know he wants to pass, I'll drop my speed right back and, and he'll go around. And let him get around. Let him get around. But and I was watching B-doubles yesterday who they weigh so much and they were going faster than this caravan to get around him before the overtaking lanes, you know, where there's a... A good two kilometres worth of traffic behind this idiot. Yeah, did you toot and give him the bird? Oh, yeah. They're, yeah, they're, right. you know, just like, oh, I want to, but oh, I'm not I'm the that bank rude. manager at Ingham. Get you moving on. <laughs> not. No, go. I'm not that sort of person. Well, I know. But it is frustrating because everyone wants to be in the same place. But, yeah. I mean, it's not going to get you there any faster, but you're still to be doing well, 80 in a 100 it does, zone. It's dangerous. Yeah. It's da- What it does is there could be someone. Not you, but someone else who's a little bit less impatient. Patient, that's right. And away they go. And so. they do, and they're cutting in and out, in and out, in and out, and that's what worries you. Think, oh. yeah. So yeah, <laughs> if you got just pull over, you, you might be on the side for about three or four minutes while everyone goes past you, and then off you go. You still get to your journey at the same time. That's right, but speed up. You, yeah, you <laughs> want to get speed limit. You want to get there on time, shares not dead on time. <laughs> Let's go to us. Do you like that little advertising oh, hit there? Don't lecture me. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go to a song. <laughs> oh. You got it? <laughs> Cut! 
She looked in my eyes as she opened her purse. She said the third time's a charm. We're gonna break this curse. Don't need silver and gold to win her back in the end. Yeah, a little blue diamond is a girl's best friend. Wipe the skipper. Fire the girl. Yeah, ship a mini timbers. Just barrel around. Yeah, we're bumping stock and driving Roger's shoes. When the boy's in trouble with the This is Gary from the NQ Fishing Show. And g'day, this is Marty. Come and join us live every Saturday morning from 7am for three hours of the best fishing show around. We have great characters like Andrew Eddinghausen, Merv Hughes, Michael Guest, Alex Julius and a host of local talent. We've also got some great prizes to give away with our weekly bingo draw. So come on and join us every Saturday morning from 7 o'clock. You'll have a ball. The NQ Fishing Show, live Saturdays from 7 on 4K1G. Repower your boat with reliability and power with the next generation of Mercury four-stroke outboards now in stock at Motor Marine. With unbeatable savings, nobody makes a wider range of more reliable, powerful and efficient outboards than Mercury. Backed by decades of innovation, Mercury outboards are built to go the distance and Mercury's non-declining warranty gives you ultimate peace of mind. See the range and grab an unbeatable Mercury deal now at Motor Marine, Bayswater Road, Townsville. Station sponsor. If you're looking to enjoy the outdoors this summer, call ALEC. ALEC makes it easy with lithium packages to suit your boat, caravan, or camping rig. Ensure faster charging, longer battery run times, solar charging, and superior handling as lithium batteries are lighter than ever before. ALEC are your Red Arc specialists. State of the art electric braking systems. Station sponsor. Bosch Super Deals now at Harvey Norman. Get a bonus Bosch cordless drill with the Bosch Unlimited 7 Pro Animal Rechargeable Stick Pack, just $699. Bonus $65 gift card and bonus local delivery on Bosch 9 Kilo Washer, now $1299. Bonus $70 gift card plus bonus local delivery on Bosch Series 6 Dishwasher, only $1299. Bonus $100 gift card on Bosch German Made Pyrolytic Oven, Super Deal, now just $1979. Limited time only at Harvey Norman. Don't miss out. Station sponsor. All my friends don't go fishing. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show on this uh, little bit windy uh, day, and I can uh, hear the wind whistling through his hair. How are you, Marty? <laughs> A little bit. Oh, my Lord. He's blowing his backside off. Where are you right now? Still in your room? <laughs> Yeah, it should be. Mate, we've only actually just rocked up like 10 minutes ago because we had a late start. I cooked bacon and eggs for the boys and everything, so that was good. And, um, yeah, she's uh, terribly overcast and blowing a solid 20 knots. So, uh, yeah, it's great to be on the water. Beautiful day for it, Marty. (laughs) It's a gorgeous day. Gorgeous day. So, yeah, we'll see what the day brings. It's going to be a nice, easy day today. It's got... Um, a couple of kilos of pillies on board and uh, won't be chasing barrows or anything and um, hopefully find a couple of grunters or jacks, something like that. Be fun. The old pillies are your favourite grunter bait, aren't they? You like them? They are. I love them, mate. I love them. It'll just be a matter of finding them. There's a bit of tide run at the moment, but um, I'm more waiting for around about that 11, 12 o'clock mark when that tide's really dropped out and you can sort of suss the fish out a lot better. So this should be good. I think we'll find a few. Are you going to head up? I'm not going back zeros. (laughs) No, you won't be wanting to come in here next week with zero. 
Nope, 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 nope. Are you going to no, head up yeah. the channel or are you going to stay close to Dunjo with this weather? No, no, we're, we're, I'm in Sunday at the moment. All oh, right, so, so you've made your way up there. Yeah, yeah, we all run the gauntlet this morning. A few of the boys aren't looking too well. but um, What, a big night last already. night? Yeah, some of them had a very, very big night, so she was a bit wild there. So, um, But no, it was, it, it, it's been really good. Hey, just on a different note real quick, I was talking to Jarvo through the week, and you know how we are talking about the DCDC um, with the electric and so forth last week? Yes. Um, Shane was saying um, you should always disconnect. Even if you're running a fuse and, and so forth, you've got to disconnect. So if, you've, if your um, electric is still connected when you're charging it, um, that can cause a surge and then uh, you'll get a spike and that could damage. It's pretty rare, but it can happen. And the way he described it is um, what most of us do. You know when we um, charge our, our cranking battery, our main battery, yeah. we have the isolator switch off. Yes. Right? We turn it off. Or you should. You should. Um, now, most of these, uh, most of our boats and our, and our engines are run off a 60-amp fuse. Yes. But the problem being is you can get a spike at 50-amp, and the 50-amp won't trigger the 60-amp fuse, right, at 50-amp, and, and then you can blow the head in your motor, or you can blow the motherboard on your electric. So disconnect, disconnect, disconnect. So not Definitely. recommended... As our uh, as we got asked that question, um, it's not yep. recommended that as you're going along motoring in your boat that you're charging um, your electric batteries as well. Well, if you do, you've got to have a fuse that will blow at a lower range than yep. what's recommended at the sixty. Aha. Uh -huh. So yeah, yeah, there's a bit to it. But um, Java sort of explained it pretty well. So, um, but in saying we'll that, I I think I read Java's, but um, BLA and Mincoda, um, yep. you may have a problem if your motherboard blows when your boat's under warranty set up that way. Right. Okay. Uh, it's not well, something they recommend, and that they uh, that they that they uh, advise people do. So, so yes, that's straight from um, BLA Mincoda. Ah, oh, fantastic. Well, that, that's a bit of good info for our listeners. Anyway. Yeah. So and I took something on board on that. But, yeah, it's exactly the same. I'm not sure about you, but when I charge my cranking battery, I always switch my isolator off. I do too in my boat. But with my, yep. when I charge my Mincota batteries, um, the Mincota's yep. never connected to them. So I'm charging right. with yep. it disconnected from my batteries. Being 24 okay. volt, um, yep. my... Um, electric isn't even in line, so it's disconnected altogether. Oh, beautiful. So, yeah. So, mate, grunter fishing to today? Yes, most definitely. Hopefully find a few decent-sized grunters. We want to have a bit of a cook-up tonight and, and show the boys uh, what it tastes like to eat some fresh fish. I've come up... Oh, don't there, pump yourself, mate. <laughs> I've completely pumped myself up. Yeah. Completely. At least you so got pilchards. They're, They're good on toast. Cool. Oh, I know. I know. That's our backup. <laughs> so make sure we keep a bit. <laughs> Have you got any pots put in? No. Um, Gabo and Cremo and so forth, they put in a few pots. Yep. So hopefully they'll see them up there. Had a good chat with Adam from Audacity um, last night because he's obviously there. His film crew rocks up um, today to do some filming, so they'll be under strict um, conditions to not film any of us. <laughs> yeah, no, no <laughs> doubt. Where are, where are they planning on fishing with the big boat? If it's 20 well, or not. Well, they're in two minds. The big boat mm. got driven up 
um, yesterday. Yeah. But if you had a look at the weather yesterday, it was kind of in a in a sort of fortuitous way, maybe dropping down a little bit, and, and it did. Like yesterday afternoon, sitting on the um, waterfront there was absolutely glamorous. Yeah. Gorgeous. And then uh, this morning woke up to it um, just being typical again, which was a bugger. But we're making the best of it. We don't care. As you yeah. do, mate. It's your little work getaway with the boys. It's where you grease yeah, your bosses yeah. up. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I got my boss, Grace, sitting for yeah. at the moment. So. Yeah, give him a grease. You're going well. Wait, I'm going to put him on loudspeaker to say hello. Wait up. Uh. How you going, Gary? Good, Gray. How are you, mate? Yeah, going well, bud. Going How are you going with Marty there, mate? Has he greased you up nicely? Oh, beautifully, mate. Yeah, he will. <laughs> he will, mate. He's making a great deckhand. <laughs> yeah, he does. You're not wrong there. Hmm. He'll he'll be good. All right, you lads, you have a uh, nice weekend, uh, and we'll catch well, we'll catch you next week, Marty and Gray. Have a good day with uh, Marty today. Will do, mate. Thanks, mate. Have a good show, guys. Fly the flag. Oh, mate, it's all. It's <laughs> been pretty good already. Probably one of the best we've ever done. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> see you, Marty. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> see Bye, you, Marty. Marty. Bye, mate. Bye, bye. There's Marty in his boat. Uh, so, now, have funny. I found? Have I found the song for Marty? Oh yeah, good. Yeah, I found a song for Marty. It's called. More drinking than fishing. <laughs> I think and sounds I, like the other boys did that. And I think this is going to be apt for their uh, their day out on the water. Mm. I've been non-stop, riding blacktop, feeling mapped out, laying locked. Need to change it up, it's a good day for a 12 case. On a lake with some bait and a 12 o'clock buzz, I ain't no bass pro. But I could jig a line, that's something And this beer here's ice cold So even if I'm really near nothing I got a buddy with a boat, Merc two strokes Sky blue Yeti ready ice conditions Got the gas in the tank on the riverbank Yeah, we ain't making no waves, but we're tipping All the tops have been popped, but the bobber ain't bobbed Only thing that I caught's a blue ribbon Doing more drinking than fishing. Oh, tell them, Dean. You think a good ride and a good spot get you 10 pound money shot more than you can fry. Not today, man. Sunday's plan. Went right out the window round cold one number five. Going down like water and the water's just fine. Got a buddy with a boat, murk two strokes. Sky blue, yeti, ready, ice conditions.
strokes, sky blue Yeti, ready eyes conditions. Got the gas in the tank on the riverbank. Yeah, we ain't making no waves, but we're tipping. On the top of the pin pop, but the bobber ain't popped. Only thing that I caught's a blue ribbon. Ain't got one back, but we're doing alright. Cause we're doing more drinking than fishing. Ain't got one back, but we're doing alright. Cause we're doing more drinking than fishing. Flagship destroyer boats are built for North Queensland conditions. Higher sides, wider and deeper. Built strong, built to last, built to fish. Flagship destroyer boats are only available at Townsville Marine. All powered by Yamaha Outboards with Yamaha Finance and Insurance. With models from the 435 Creek boats to the mighty 730 hardtop models and everything in between. There's a destroyer boat at Townsville Marine to suit your fishing. Destroyer boats, Yamaha. Townsville Marine Station Sponsor With the COVID-19 lockdowns coming to an end it's time to book your escape to Lucinda Fishing Lodge Lucinda Fishing Lodge is North Queensland's best kept secret and only a short drive from Townsville Take your family take your mates and take your boat with unlimited kilometres of the Hinchinbrook Channel to explore or just a short trip to the Great Barrier Reef The time to book is now Lucinda Fishing Lodge What a great escape Listen to Fishing Lodge, station sponsor. Are you into spearfishing? Tackle World Townsville has the biggest range of spearfishing gear in town with all the big name brands like Rob Allen, Cressy, Torelli and heaps more. And we'll repair and service your gear. Tackle World on the Ingham Road has it all. See Station sponsor. Bosch Super Deals now at Harvey Norman. Get a bonus Bosch cordless drill with the Bosch Unlimited 7 Pro Animal Rechargeable Stick Pack. Just $699. Bonus $65 gift card and bonus local delivery on Bosch 9 Kilo Washer. Now $1299. Bonus $70 gift card plus bonus local delivery on Bosch Series 6 Dishwasher. Only $1299. Bonus $100 gift card on Bosch German-made Pyrolytic Oven. Super Deal now just $1979. Limited time only at Harvey Norman. Don't miss out. Station sponsor. All my friends don't go fishing. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G. This is the Saturday Fishing Show. <laughs> yes, welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. A good little chat with Marty up there at Lucinda Fishing Lodge. And speaking of Lucinda Fishing Lodge, how are you, Em? I'm very well, thank you. Again, smooth at the segues, guys. Well done. I'm pretty good, aren't I? <laughs> That's yeah, called professionalism. Oh, I don't yeah. know about that. And just yeah. to drop, <laughs> and just to drop, yeah. just to drop the standard of the show, I'll bring Shez in. <laughs> Go for it, Shez. Hello, Em. <laughs> hey, Shezzy, how are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. I see you're back in today, filling in. Hey, I am. I am. I am indeed. I'm living up your oh. way part time now too. Oh, living in paradise. Hey? Yep, up at Forest Beach there with the in-laws. Oh, there they come. Sorry, uh, Paulie and Astrid, I'll get rid of her from your house soon. (laughs) She's going to live down the back of the bank. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, very good. Are you loving it up here? I do. It's good. I've I've got the new job there as the bank manager of the Ingham branch, so I come up there on Mondays and come back on Fridays. You you had a new job, but I didn't realise it was up here. Yes, it is in Ingham. Oh, 
you're in our hood. Very That's good. That's right. Yeah, where everyone definitely knows I'm everyone. I'm surprised you didn't know him. <laughs> the Ingham's the gossip capital of the world. Yeah. It is, it is, yeah. I mean, I did hear that there was some crazy chick at the bank, but I wasn't aware that it was you. <laughs> yeah, it would have been Bianca telling you that. She's one of the girls that works with me. And, oh, she's so funny. She definitely loves her fishing and knows you guys and... All, all over it. So, yeah, she's really oh, cool. Oh, very good. Yeah, no, you'll love it. It's a great spot to be up here. It's lovely. It, the community up here, you know, it's nice. That little small town, everyone knows each other. Everyone says g'day. That's, yeah, that's the go. Oh, they absolutely do know each other. I feel bad not yes. knowing everyone's name already. <laughs> oh, you'll get there. Yeah. Takes, takes a while. You get, yeah, but, yeah, and it's hard because if you're the new, you're the fresh meat, everybody knows who you are, but you've got to get to know everybody. Yeah, so, I, I'm yeah. getting that a lot in the branch, actually. Oh, I've heard there's a new bank manager here you're like oh that would be me yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it's definitely hard when you go to a small place but yeah you'll get the hang of it in no time yeah that's right how's it going yeah. up there with the napper boys and the audacity boys oh, oh my goodness we had some wild crew descend upon us last night i tell you what it's been a tough 24 hours what what with <laughs> audacity or napper Oh, no, Napa, the Napa, yeah, no. Nah. Audacity are, are angels compared to Napa, yeah. Well, <laughs> with Audacity, <laughs> with Audacity, their deckies, Dad just messaged me and said Maddie's decky and for Audacity, so morning, Tony, and uh, Maddie's a good young lad, so... Oh, very good. Yeah, no, they've they've been great. We um, had a nice chat to Adam and Matt down at um, the lodge there yesterday afternoon, and yeah, so they're going to be having a nice time. And the chef's there; he's cooking up a storm while we were there. I was, oh my goodness, the smells coming oh, from that room amazing. So good. What sausages yeah. on bread? Yeah, it was. Yeah, the bunning sausage on bread always gets me. So. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> got a bit but of greenery no, on it to make having, it look yeah, fancy. The best. Yeah, totally spoiled. They will be just, yeah, absolutely spoiled rotten. So, yeah, no, and the Napa boys turned up yesterday afternoon and um, we ran in with them at the pub. So, yeah, no, it's good. They're all going to be having a really good weekend. And, um, yeah, I'm keen to see what fish they get. I was listening to Marty before up the channel. So, yeah, hopefully you don't have to have pillies on toast tonight, Marty. Well, you never know. <laughs> They're not bad, you know, pillies on toast. Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't, wouldn't No, you know, can actually hey. buy yeah. them yeah. eating pillies. Oh, yeah. A lot of people eat them. Yeah, like microwave oh. crab. Oh, that's no one eats that. Kyle Curry. <laughs> Kyle Curry is I the microwave. I've it every time. Don't, haven't no, you tried it yet? Microwave. No, God, no. I'd never try that. Imagine I can't do, agree with him. Imagine <laughs> doing mean, it in like your... They cook the crab in the microwave. Yes. Yeah. In a, oh, yuck. It, wrap it in, fo- in um, not foil. Foil, please do not <laughs> like, do that. Don't do that. That, <laughs> do that. That is not a crab cooking tip by Gaz. <laughs> Do not wrap your crab in foil and put it in the microwave. Please do not. Cling wrap, and then he puts it in his microwave and buzzes it for a couple of minutes. And he said it stews in its juice. Yeah, no. No. That's that's one way to wreck a good microwave. Well, no, Kyle. One way to wreck a good crab. No, Kyle reckons it's smick. Yes, Kyle's oh. adamant. It tastes amazing. He tells me every time it I'm on the show. Does. Yeah, but have a look I at him. I just can't do it. I have a look at him. Have a look at Kyle, and you'll know. <laughs> I would never do it. Never in my life. No, he's been going I good. Don't even eat crab anyway, so no. a microwave crab sounds even worse. <laughs> yeah. No, that's why really he does. He does all sorts of of way, but that's one of his specialties. Wrap it in cling wrap. And throw it in your microwave. Yeah, and then enjoy that with some sardines on toast. Some like, pillies on toast. Pillies, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, nah, look, it's not happening. You know, when I, <laughs> you know when I went over to England when I was um, 18 and worked over it, all through there, mm. um, one of the things you could buy 
in the supermarkets was fish roe, like fish eggs oh. from the cod, and it was so nice on toast and under the grill. Really, really nice. So don't you knock the police... Well, they weren't called caviar because that was more expensive than cod eggs. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that the same thing? No. No, I think caviar comes from a st- sturgeon fish, whereas um, oh. whereas just fish roe is just fish eggs out of an anything. And these happen to be the, the uh, cod that they have up there out of the North Atlantic or wherever they are in their cold water. But it was beautiful. Okay. And... They do do pillies in a can with tomato sauce and everything in oh. them. Beautiful. <laughs> God, it sounds oh. disgusting. Oh, you don't know what you're missing out. You... Oh, I've got a freezer yeah, full of nanogoid. Oh. We'll Have a listen to you privileged <laughs> youngins. <laughs> Oh, we'll never eat pills. You you can have your pillies on toast. I'll have a bit of trout. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, I'd sooner sooner have my Big Mac. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, uh, Em, how's it looking for bookings coming up? So we're booked out this weekend um, with all the miscreants that have descended upon us. Yes. <laughs> but um, we we are looking a bit busy at the moment, but there are some bookings available uh, next week. Um, and there is only one room left for Christmas, if anyone's keen to get on that one. Uh, the last room left at Christmas, it's got a king bed in the bedroom, two single beds in the living area. You've got a spot on the private pontoon, all fully self-contained. Everything is there, ready to rock and roll for you. Um, so it's available with checking out on the 27th. Um, so, yeah, you can check in and have some Christmas there. Um, yeah, so New Year's is all booked out, but there is availability throughout the rest of the school holidays. New Year's has been booked out for six yeah, months. Since last New Year's. New Year's, yeah. 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 <laughs> like it's nearly probably since uh, New Year's, once they check out, they sort of get back into it. It's such a great spot. I mean, I couldn't think of anywhere else. You know, you want to go fishing, you want to get out and have some adventure with your family. It's just, yeah, it's the perfect spot to spend um, all your holidays. And, you know, it makes it so easy being able to put your boat on the pontoon. And, yeah, it's just, it's set up perfect. It's, yeah, it's the, the view from the front is just so relaxing. The vibe you get, get all your mates together. Everyone comes and has a fish and they all sit down, have a chill out and have a drink. You know, it's just, That's yeah, it. it's Beautiful. Out the do, you, do you have your own private yeah. fireworks display? <laughs> oh, no, but maybe we should get on that. <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I've got a cupboard full. I'll bring them up. Have you? Oh, no, no, I haven't. You'll end up shooting someone's boat with it. <laughs> no, 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 I haven't. You have to go out into the middle of the creek and do it so you don't burn anything down. Well, so you don't get fined for it because it is actually illegal <laughs> unless you're a licensed fireworks operator. Of course, yes. We don't encourage any illegal activities. No, no. <laughs> right, I'm I'll, surprised. I'll the flares back. Oh, yeah, but run up the creek with the flares <laughs> yeah. going. God damn it. <laughs> oh, how good's oh. that? Hey, uh, M, if anyone wants to get hold of you, how can they get hold of you? They can give me a call on 0477-999-900. Don't forget, um, if you spend over $500 at uh, ALEC Auto Electrical, so if you need some work done on your boat, um, go to ALEC, get them to do the work. You spend over 500 you go in the draw to win two nights accommodation at the lodge. So it's a win-win. It is. Um, so, yeah, there's that little promo happening at the moment. If anyone needs any work done, you could win a weekend away as well. Perfect. And if the people jump onto your Facebook page, you've been doing some videos throughout the rooms for everyone to have a look before yes. they come up. Yes. Yeah, we have. Yes, yeah, so I've done room five and room ten so far. I'll do a couple more. Um, but, yeah, it's, 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 
hard to describe on the phone when you tell people what's in the rooms. I mean, they don't know what they're expecting. But, I mean, yeah, jump on there. There's a couple of videos. I do a walkthrough so you can see exactly what's in there. And you can see how close it is to the water. Yep. I mean, we talk about it all the time, how close, how waterfront we are. Mm. Um, but, yeah, you don't really believe it, I guess, until you see it. Yeah, I know. The <laughs> so most popular right there. The most popular one-room 10 is where I'm laying on the bed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. not only the pens. <laughs> 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 we haven't talked about your mankini. Oh, that's over a hundred thousand views. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good on you. Oh, Good on you, Em. Oh, that's great. Hope, <laughs> hopefully, you survive the weekend with the Napper and Audacity boys, yeah, and we. I, they, they're fantastic. I, well, we joke about them being misfits, but they're absolutely a bunch of lovely blokes. They sent me such a good photo yesterday, actually, of them all on the back of a boat on the pontoon. Yep. So I'm going to post it up on the Facebook. It's such a great photo. So uh, they're, they're really nice bunch of guys, and yeah, both of Audacity and Napper, yeah, it's, it's great having them here. So we hope they have a really good weekend. Good on you, Em. We'll chat to you next week, and I'll talk to you during the week. Sounds good. Thanks, hey. Have a good weekend. See you, Shazzy. Don't cause too much trouble, hey? Uh, I won't. I'll come down <laughs> she's and like see you one day. She's like a pensioner yeah, in good. here, mate. Yeah. Fall, keep falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> see you, Em. See you, guys. Have a great one. Bye, Bye-bye. Bye. This is M from Lucinda Fishing Lodge. We will have to go um, down there and have some yeah, you'll have to on go. toast. Hey, nothing wrong with pillies <laughs> on toast. <laughs> Haven't you never, ever had pilchards no, like to I eat? No, I would never. Not no. your bait pilchards from the no. from Tackle World, just no. like proper pilchards. You can I buy can't them in. stand the smell of that. No, you can buy them in tins with um, tomato sauce already yeah, in them. Yeah, I see and, that. And you just put them on your toast. Crusoe gets the mackerel ones. Yeah, and very it's similar. It's so gross. It all just smells like something you'd feed to your cat. You'd never catch it. You know what it's it. good for? Um, is Nothing. Red claw. Red claw bait in <laughs> oh, your pot. Yeah. Punch yeah. some holes in yep, it. Yep, I know people have done that. In cat yeah. food, they just tab the Stand, tin. Well, chuck we it did in. it. When we went to Youngler, mm. we had. Red claw pots. And Did I you thought, catch any bites? No. No, we didn't either. And then I seen some people put... I don't think there's any red claw in there because normally you see old shells and everything around mm. there, but there was nothing. So I'm of the opinion that it has no red claw in it. Either that or we just don't know what we're doing. No, I watched a bloke <laughs> in a boat in the little bay where we were camping put yeah. fo- his four pots out and then pull them up, nothing. And he was in the middle, in the weeds, everywhere. We did the same. So even yep. though we went all over to the boneyards and then that wind had picked up, so once we come back around, it wasn't so bad, but it was quite choppy in a dam, which yeah. is crazy. Oh, you should see Peter Faust when the yes. wind whips up. we were battling up. against it. And then we, there was like another little like a little creek that sort of went up this way and we'd yep. gone up there and put these pots in on our way over there. So now we're battling the wind to get up there. And, um, you know, we Chris had put them in here, there and everywhere the whole nothing. time. Not even nothing. No, we got nothing either. Not a nibble at all. But like I said, I didn't see any um, dead, like you see old shells, shells and everything. from the birds and that. Yeah, yeah nothing. That's right. Not no. a thing. So, ah, interesting. It wasn't just me who's a Gumby on the red floor. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I Could believe be. they're not there either. No. So unless someone can show us that, yes, there's red claw there, I don't think I'm going to believe no, it. No, I don't. I, you know, I Googled it to try yeah. and find, is there red claw in yellow? I couldn't even find someone saying, yeah, there's heaps. Is that right? Yeah. So, oh, there you go. So there probably isn't. Maybe it's too high up in the hill. I, I don't know. But they're in Tinaroo and 
the that's right. I was going to say no. They're up in the tablelands and that. They're everywhere up there. When you went to Youngler, did you go in from the coast or come in from Collinsville the back way? No, we went in from the coast. How's that steep little oh, road yeah, going up there? Us. The brakes were pretty hot on the way yeah. back down, and then we had to stop at a stop sign. We go, mate, we need to get going because the brakes are so hot. Well, you know, you're talking about. Um, people driving slow mm. well when you get up the top of Youngler and go through the Youngler township and then you get hit the dirt road to start going to the yeah. dam well there was an old farm ute in front of me and I was behind him he was doing 50 kilometers an hour so I'm behind him going around these dirt roads towing the camper yeah and and I thought there's nowhere to pass him because of these little windy roads mm. and he pulled over and I thought oh how good's this bloke? So I waved and he gave me the biggest bird out the window for tailgating him than you've ever seen. <laughs> Kayleen said, what did you do? I said, I don't know, but I copped it. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Yeah. No, so, like that so hill was... Steep. It was, but we didn't see most of it because coming back down, it was, we were in the clouds. Oh, it was raining. Yeah, 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 that's right, so... We were headed straight to a. What did we? we you went to Bowen. Yeah, we did. And and got a cabin, cabin. on the beach. Nothing wrong with that when it's yeah. flogging down. Oh, and it rained that night yeah. so much it was crazy. It must be the thing in Bowen because we went there the other Christmas with the camper mm. trailer. Beautiful when we got there, mm. and when we left, it was pelting oh, down. Oh, we were worried we weren't even going to get home at this point. Like it, the rain that had followed us down from Yungala was a lot yeah it just didn't stop we got we were just about to go for a walk along that front there and go fishing and then the no. heavens opened up and that was it we were stuck, stuck in the cabin watching telly yeah for the whole night it just didn't stop <laughs> <laughs> at least you weren't in your camp trail well that's right exactly we were out of it let's go to a song and an ad break and when we come back we'll have a chat with guesty and see how everything's going on season 11 and the pertech fishing challenge mm. Seen as season 10 was such a huge success. Oh, God. Episode 6 and 8. Shut <laughs> up. Heard a thousand screams. Saw my daddy stare. Feel like I've been running since the day that I was born. Eagle on my back. Phoenix on my arm. No. 
Great day in the city of Townsville. <sighs> you, put your hands behind your back what? and get on the ground. Yeah, right, okay, 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 okay. Identify yourself. Who are you and what are you doing here? Uh, Dave Daly and I work here. It's, it's work, okay? That's where I work. What's in your pockets? Okay, I've, I've got a double pass to the movies and also a $50 seafood voucher. Oh, really? So what do you do for a living? I'm the breakfast announcer here at 4K1G, if you really want to know. Oh, well, uh, well, you've got any giveaways? Ring in like everybody else. I can't just give it to you. You just keep your hands where we can see them. Oh, sorry. the hell is this? Hey, any more out of you, funny boy, and I'll be on you like a Rottweiler on an arse-flavoured biscuit. Whiskey Tango Foxtrot to base. Calling for backup. we got a fat guy here who looks like he might be trouble. Fat? The Dave Daly Show, weekdays from 6am on 4K1G. Too deadly. Bosch Super Deals now at Harvey Norman. Get a bonus Bosch cordless drill with the Bosch Unlimited 7 Pro Animal Rechargeable Stick Pack. Just $699. Bonus $65 gift card and bonus local delivery on Bosch 9 Kilo Washer. Now $1299. Bonus $70 gift card plus bonus local delivery on Bosch Series 6 Dishwasher. Only $1299. Bonus $100 gift card on Bosch German-made Pyrolytic Oven. Super Deal now just $1979. Limited time only at Harvey Norman. Don't miss out. Station sponsor. Rise the submarine, it's time to live the dream. You know you really ought to get out of the water. Racing and power away with a new Yamaha outboard from Rising Sun Marine, home of Australia's most trusted marine brands. With Yamaha Motor Finance and Insurance, hitting the water in your dream boat couldn't be easier. Visit the team at Rising Sun Marine today. It's time to Rising Sun Marine. Station sponsor. Hey, Cedric, your boat looks really flash now you've had it wrapped. Yeah, that's Kai Sun Mob. They are top fellas when it comes to doing that boat wraps. You know, they had so many daily designs to choose from. Now my boat's wrapped. I'm wrapped. My missus, she's wrapped. Maybe you should write a rap song about Kai Sun. Now that's a rap. Too right. Want to know more? Go to marinegraphicsinc.com. Or call Kai at Kai Signs on 0418 199 Station sponsor. All my friends don't go fishing. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, welcome back to the 4K1G <laughs> Fishing Show. In this beautiful windy weekend, blowing its butt off, so mm. uh, be very... Even in the creeks will be a little bit uncomfortable. I just tried ringing Guesty, who's up on his farm, mm. but um, the line was so bad, I punted him. I said, mate, we don't need to talk to you today. Get out of here. <laughs> no, we'll it, was, it would have been not good at all. So we'll uh, have a chat with Guesty next week or during the 
during the next couple of weeks to uh, just see how the Pertec Fishing Challenge is going mm. because it is going, um, let me try and find the dates now, how unprepared am I for that? Uh, are you going to fish it next year, Shares? The Pertec one? I don't know. Well, you better. <laughs> no, it's a very good one. We uh, actually put it's a It's simple, fish... isn't it? You just log on yeah. line, get your ticket, or yes, pay you for do. an entry. Yes, pay for your entry. Um, and you don't even have to fish. You go into the draw mm. to um, win awesome prizes. But you can fish. Oh, look at that. I can't even find the dates. How am I going? Not very good. No, I'm not going <laughs> well at all. That's a... I'll have to... See, Guesty was going to sort that out for me. Yeah, that's right. Speaking of fishing shares, we always ask our, our guests, and I know you're not a guest, you're part of the furniture here, is <laughs> there a bucket list fish that you have, haven't caught but would love to catch? Um, well, I've always said I would like to catch the mahi-mahi. The dolphin fish? Yeah, never caught one no, of those I before. Can, I can say I haven't caught one of them either, so... They would be really, really but cool. But you've got to go right out to the reef, like right, right out. Sometimes to they go come and in catch close. I know Eddie Riddle like a few years ago had a little bit of a session on them at Salamander. So, but that's very, very rare. Um, but and I, did I see on, I think on Facebook the other week, someone caught, um, was it a marlin or a sailfish in the shipping, shipping channel? channel? Yeah, they got one in there. But when you think of it, um, there's nothing stopping them swimming in and out of there. Um, I've heard of them in the bottom of the bay on the weed beds before, hmm. um, in through there. What was so, it? Uh, marlin. Yeah, right. So I've heard of them over the years been hooked, well, people are chasing doggy and spotty mackerel on the yeah. weed beds in there before, but um, dolphin fish would be really cool. That would be good fun, but would you're right. Be. You have to go too far out and you're not the boaty, boating boat. Just anything, um, well, it creaks you've... Barras or your jacks, you got nearly a 50 centimetre jack. So oh, I know, I'm not in the 50 centimetre club yet. So close, metre barra yes. club. Yes. I guided you on to. <laughs> My skill, can't even catch one myself. I was going to say, you keep going yourself. <laughs> um, fishing locations. If there was a fishing location around the world, hmm. where, where would you want to go? Oh, geez, that's a tough one. There's so there's many so good many. places. When we went over to uh, Vanuatu, that was awesome. Like the clarity of the water there. I mean, it was a humongous swell. There was nothing in the world. How that did would... you go when you went out on the boat? Yeah, because it was I know... a bit. Um, it depended which way the boat was going, actually, because um, one way the, I would the... be able to smell the diesel of the old chugging the engine yeah. chugging along, you know, and yes. so I'd go green instantly. And then they'd turn around and then I'd come back to life again. Um, but that was just one of the best sessions I think we've ever had, um, me and Chris, because yep. uh, we caught some bait fish to begin with. Even the bait fish were the size of, like, you know, your normal mackerel and that that you catch over here. They were huge. But it was a good... Didn't Chris o get a marlin? He pretty... did. He caught a massive one. And then um, they strapped me into the chair because they were all <laughs> running around in the boat like marlin 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 and then in the swell you could actually see this marlin chasing my bait so yeah. they tra strapped me in the chair and then i s this marlin jumped up at the back of the boat and the way he's hit the skip bait um the hook didn't go in his mouth but just to see the iridescence and the size of this thing that jumped at the back of the boat i was then trying to unstrap myself because i was i'm, I'm not ready <laughs> yeah. i'm not going to be able to do anything with that like no, it was that's just a, so a big, big fish where you out 
would have been um, pretty spectacular, though. It was just like to that. see that. Like Dad said, it was probably only two metres behind the boat when it launched out of the water right there and then. It's just, it's just unreal. So Any other spots you'd like to go for a fish? I don't know. There's just probably so be, many. Yeah, there'd, there'd be a lot. You know, um, like simple fishing, like is so much fun in different countries like when i was in england mm. and scotland and through there before wives and kids and all that when i went over there when i was um working um just walking little Back streams in 30s uh yeah <laughs> before color tv yeah <laughs> bc <laughs> no just walking um um little streams and and in england and all through there, you're not allowed to just walk along a stream. So you either have to know the property owner. Really? Yeah, you can't just go for a walk mm. um, on a stream because what happens there either on a farm and you're not allowed, not like here where you're allowed to just walk across the paddock and start fishing. And yeah, the right. the farmer yells at you, you give him the bird and tell him where to go. But if the farmer lease out sections of the rivers or the creeks or brooks they call them over there or streams mm. and they lease out sections so a fishing club will buy a mile of the river and that's theirs only yeah right. no one else can fish it and then another club will lease out another section yeah. of the river. so you can't just go and fish like we are so lucky here um being able to just go to a creek, put mm. your boat in and go fishing. Um, some of the big tidal systems and stuff like that in England is fine. You can do that. But your freshwater, like um, going up the Herbert, for instance, if that was England, no. Mm. You can't just walk to the river, throw some lures, catch some sooties um, because, yeah, it's all owned. But uh, I was lucky enough to know some people that own parts of the river and own farms and stuff when I was over there and was able to walk around and, and fish in their little stream for trout. Yeah. And one thing I wanted to catch was a pike. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I seen one um, sitting under some reeds, and no matter what I did with lures and bait, interested. it was not interested. And I just sat there, and it was so cool looking at it underneath the, the um, reeds. It was really, really cool. So That would have been good. That would be a bit of fun. We were the, When we went to New Zealand, um, we wanted to go and do the salmon fishing. Yes. Um, but unfortunately, there were. It was a bit hard to get to some of the places because of the snow. Because we went in the middle of winter, so everything was absolutely frozen, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. So um, we were able to go and feed the salmon at this um, oh, a place that would uh, you could actually bring one up in a net, and um, they would literally kill it and you know take the sides off it, and then you take that salmon yeah. with you fresh and eat it like sushi. Nice. Uh, which was really cool, you know. We we enjoyed that, but they said it'd be a bit too hard to take us fishing because we did want to go and um, have a morning session trying to catch us a salmon. Although I don't know, we weren't trying to do fly <laughs> fishing. I mean, I've tried fly fishing before, and I don't know how many trees that little fly ends oh. up in, and not in front of me either. It's all behind all me. Behind you. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's, oh it's good I even fun, got though. the dog one day. I'm sorry, Bella. <laughs> oh, I she would have tried grabbing yeah, a fly. She does. Your dog. She's shocking. But yeah, so anyway, I'm not. That would be not nice. Good at that. We went <laughs> when I, uh, I actually took Kayleen back to see all my relatives in Wales and England mm. and everything, all in between jobs a few years ago. Yeah. And we went up to Scotland mm. and actually watched the salmon trying to get up waterfalls. Oh, that'd have been cool. Yeah, it was really, Did, really. Were good. there bears there then? No, not in Scotland. Oh right. 
<laughs> no. You know where they see yeah, the bears are trying to catch Alaska them? Yeah, but that's in Alaska and places oh, like yeah, that. Oh, yeah, right. Not Scotland. <laughs> Scotland's just a little country. <laughs> yeah. Out near Cape Cleveland, Maggie yeah, Island. Yeah, that's right. That's where it's <laughs> yeah, got oh, right. bears. Oh, so not that far. No, there's <laughs> no bears in Scotland. You know the funniest thing I've ever seen in Scotland? What? When we were there. We went to a pizza shop to buy a pizza for yeah. dinner. Because what we did, we hired, a, we bought a car when mm. we got to England, and then drove around the country, camping in it or be or bread and breakfasting around England. Yeah. And I went to a a um, pizza shop in Aberdeen, I think, somewhere in Scotland, one of the big cities, and there was a Chinese man who was running the pizza shop. Not an Italian. Okay. It was a Chinese man. This is so, so in Scotland at a pizza shop, shop being run by a Chinese man. Okay. But then I ordered my pizza from him, and you expect a Chinese man to speak it, have a little bit of an accent. Nothing. He was full on Scottish. Oh, really? And I just went. It was so so funny, but it was a really nice place. And watching those fish um, climb up the waterfalls was just really really cool. And was the pizza good? Yeah, well, I, I, don't, I can't silence. remember now. No, <laughs> right. it was just funny seeing this pizza man, yeah. um, Chinese, and then speak Scottish. But mm. obviously they all speak Scottish up there. But, you know, different countries have different species that people chase. Like even in, well, in New Zealand, yes, the salmon would be good. And a lot of people go for the kingies. Yep, the yeah, like the king yeah, seems to be really that cool, seems though. to be uh, one of the most popular types of tourism fishing, fishing wise, where they take you out and you can go and catch the elusive kingfish, and um, you know just all sorts of different countries have all sorts of things that you would go and you'd want to try and catch. I mean, why wouldn't you? you <laughs> I um I don't know where I'd go if I wanted for a fish. Haven't you already been everywhere? Not everywhere, <laughs> no. Um, Maybe throughout Australia. Not fishing. I've done, yeah, I've done a fair bit of Australia, but around the world, done a fair bit of, around the world, but not fishing-wise, a lot mm. of travelling. Um, I don't know. I, I just... Sometimes those Nile perch in in some of those big lakes in yeah. in Africa and those areas, I look at that and go, well, that, that would be really cool, catching something that looks a bit like a barra, but... Some of them are humongous. Yeah, just something like that. You see that mouth just come up off them baits and it's... It's such a huge fish. You're like, what the hell is that? Yeah, they're... they're, um, Characteristics are so similar to a barramundi, Mm. so it would be nice to see if... How close it is. Do you put... um, your tactics for barras here yeah. into a Nile perch and, and just go, oh, there's some rocks there, we'll I fish I would it. think you would, really. Yeah. I mean, some of the lures in that that they're using to catch them are very but, similar but to just what we would use on a here much anyway. Large. The only reason I'm saying that is because it's probably the only place I'll go to catch something that looks like a barra over 50 centimetres. <laughs> yeah, so, no, something like that um, <laughs> would be really cool. Um, I don't, there's just so many little streams and stuff that are nice to fish mm. um, that, that I'd like to fish. One thing I, that I would like to catch, and I've only caught small, is Murray cod. Mm. I'd like to try and catch a big Murray cod, but just in a river, just drifting down the river with lures or something like that and, and just yeah, fish cause like that. Yeah, because whereabouts, I've seen the fishing for them. Where would you go oh, you to go, be catching um, this, them? Uh, all through... Um, Victoria, um, in parts of New South Wales, right mm. up it, through the New England highlands and stuff of New South Wales. Southern Queensland has yeah. big Murray cod in, in their dams. But I, I like that where they walk 
through the mountains, through the creeks, yeah. and lure that for their Murray cod. And their lures look quite weird with the silver spoon yeah, type have spinny thing. Like a spinner bait yeah. or something like that. So, you know what? I, I caught my first Murray cod on a bit of cheese. Oh, yeah, I've heard this story. So, so yeah. <laughs> but on lure would be really, really cool. So, all the places we want to go, but we'll never get there. Oh, you never know. You never know, She's not dead yet. <laughs> <laughs> Feel it some days. Let's go to a song and an ad break, and when we come back, we'll go to Cleveland Bay Seafood and have a chat with Gordo. I've seen <laughs> during the week he's got some fresh tuna in the window. <laughs>
flagship destroyer boats are built for North Queensland conditions. Higher sides, wider and deeper. Built strong, built to last, built to fish. Flagship destroyer boats are only available at Townsville Marine. All powered by Yamaha Outboards with Yamaha Finance and Insurance. With models from the 435 Creek boats to the mighty 730 hardtop models and everything in between. There's a destroyer boat at Townsville Marine to suit your fishing. Destroyer Boats, Yamaha, Townsville Marine. Station sponsor. Bosch Super Deals now at Harvey Norman. Get a bonus Bosch cordless drill with the Bosch Unlimited 7 Pro Animal Rechargeable Stick Pack. Just $699. Bonus $65 gift card and bonus local delivery on Bosch 9 Kilo Washer. Now $1299. Bonus $70 gift card plus bonus local delivery on Bosch Series 6 Dishwasher. Only $1299. Bonus $100 gift card on Bosch German-made Pyrolytic Oven. Super Deal now just $1979. Limited time only at Harvey Norman. Don't miss out. Station sponsor. For our children, we all walk together to keep our children safe, strong and connected to culture. Community organisations you trust are here to walk with you and can provide family wellbeing services for families and children of all ages. To find free and confidential support near you, search Family Wellbeing Services. Because when it comes to our children, we all walk together. Authorised by the Queensland Government, Brisbane. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. I just tried giving Gordo a ring, but he's on the phone at Cleveland Bay. We'll try him a little bit later on. Hey, with your caravan, yeah. was there ever anything in it that you thought, I'd, I'd like this, or why do they put something like that in it? Um, like, Is there any add-ons that you'd go, oh, I wish we had have had this in it, or... Or um, they were fairly good. Yeah, I think they're all right. Like we've put fans on the inside. Yeah, you know, it like was air conditioned air though. Yeah, but you don't need the aircon going all the time. And um, have a little fan on you at night time. That does the job too. So, yeah, we put that in there. Um, I would probably like that the bed, because there's two cupboards on each side mm. where your bed is, and then that just causes you to have to stick in that little position throughout the night. So I wish they weren't there. <laughs> somewhere else you know. like it stopped you rolling out when you were drunk yeah well that's right <laughs> no it just sort of keeps you right right on top of each other really like there's just <clears> no room to move that's the problem um, but apart from that um, everything else has perfect. been pretty was good it, how yeah. many people could sleep in it Two. Oh, it was only yeah, two. Yeah, yeah, we just had the two down the end. Did, Although, did you have options? It, did Like when you were buying it, did mm, they say you can have this, you can have that? You can. With those Jacos, they can do ones with bunk beds. They yep. can do to split two single beds. Um, and, well, and I mean, I was going to say, you got the couch there too, but really. Did you ever use it? Well, the couch much? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes at night time we'd be inside if we're having a quiet night, you know, you just kick back. And we would eat dinner in there too, cause yep. especially some places where the mozzies and stuff yep. are really bad. It'd be good to go inside just for that hour while the sun sets and we'd have dinner in there instead, put the news on or whatever. Be just a, like being at home. <laughs> yeah, no different. I haven't Watching got to tell you. I try, you know what's frustrating? I've got my phone and obviously everyone knows these days you can watch anything you want on the phone. Yeah, and as long so as you've got reception. I've got my KO Sports. 
and yeah, that's it. It's reception. Mm. So I'll be watching the league or the car racing on my phone on on Ko Sports, and then it freezes, <laughs> and then I'm done. <laughs> then you got no nothing. reception. No yeah, reception. So you brutal. just go, and then I it can get it back, and no, gone. So you didn't have satellite telly or anything in you. No, no. I saw some people who do have that, but and I mean yep. they'd set up an absolute dish. Yeah, I went wherever yeah. they went. I was like, Jesus, you, I mean, we, we're not that hard up for the entertainment, no. honestly. We would have a DVD player in the TV anyway, so I would, I brought a stack of DVDs in yep. case, you know, but there sometimes, were those quiet nights. And sometimes it's it. just so nice having your little campfire. Well, that's right, exactly. And just exactly. sitting there chilling and looking we at the do. stars. And we do that. We'd go outside and sit around the fire after we've had dinner and tidied up and that and... Maybe if I went to bed, might put a movie on or something. But usually by then, you get about ten minutes into it, and then the old grannies are nodding off. Yeah, you're gone, <laughs> asleep in your That's chair. That's right. But you tend to, you know, what annoys me camping is you tend to go to sleep at about eight thirty, oh, nine you o'clock, do. and then I'll nod off, and then I'll wake up, and then that's it. I lay there. Looking round and yeah, right, and just can't go back to sleep. Well, once the sun's down, you know, if you had a couple yeah. of drinks and then you've cooked dinner and that, and you think, geez, it must be getting late, and it's like seven twenty. <laughs> yeah, You're like, geez, I'm ready for bed already. <laughs> you know, with our our camp trailer, we haven't got the flash shower and toilet like you guys have mm. got, but I actually bought a companion aqua heat, is what it's called. It's a little hot water system yeah. that you carry like a handbag and hook to your, yeah. and that is so good. Crank it up, um, it heats your water in a shower or washing the dishes. And we have a little um, one of those little pop-up shower cubicles yeah, that yeah. you can never get back in the bag. No, <laughs> never. We, we've cut. Well, I was going to say we've mastered it. Kayleen's mastered it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> folding it all the way back up. But that's probably one of the best things we bought for camping. And if people um, go camping and haven't and and boil the billy or whatever um these companion aqua heats um you just you can buy you can either connect them to your normal gas bottle or you can buy a bottle that screws up underneath them yeah and you just put the pump into a bucket of water and switch it on and the gas lights up and it just heats your water it is so so good yeah well yeah. when we had the camper trailer we weren't that fancy then yeah. so we had one of them pop-up showers that you never get back into yes. the packet and um, a crate to stand on, and then for our hot water it was the crab pot full of water, and we'd put it on the fire what? and leave that on there for about half an hour, and then um, add a little bit of cold or work out how it is, and then that's your time limit, you know, because <laughs> you're like, well, this is this is what <coughs> yeah, I've got, this is all so we've got to get it done in that time. Uh, but I mean, it did the job. So yeah, you know, when we were travelling for seven years, mm. um, there was none of that really flashed up yeah. back then. But we had the the big um, plastic bag with the hose on it that was black on one side and clear on oh, the other. Oh, the one that you'd sit, sit out, out the in the sun. sun. Yeah. And, you know, you would fill that up and put that out in the sun and by the end of the day that would be too hot to get under. Yeah. And shower. So you, you wait a little while for it to cool down and then use it then. But yeah. that, that worked a treat for, well, for seven years. Well, they were big butt. Yeah, there was still 15-odd litres in it, oh, which was more than enough. Yeah, yeah right. I used 14 and Kayleen got a litre. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd be there scrubbing myself up and yeah, making sure my hair's hair. good. And now, oh, there's a litre left, I'm out of here. Yeah, that's all you get, Kayleen. But now with the... she get the cold showers. Yeah, with the aqua heat, um, 
just get your own bucket of water mm. and then it heats it as you go. So yeah, right. So really, really cool. They um, are good that way. All the flash gadgets we have now. Oh, it's there's so much. There really is nowadays. I mean, yeah. people have got coffee machines and all sorts well, of they stuff have, in yeah. their caravans now. Well, we had, when we first started, we had the old gas lamp mm. where you used to tie the little mantle in it mm. and you used to set the mantle on fire and then so it would burn and set itself. Then you switch your gas on and then have that going. And so many places that when you go to bed, you turn your gas lamp off and mm. it goes really cold out in the desert and you actually hear the glass break on your gas lantern. So, oh, really? Yeah, and then when you're travelling, put your you pack up and put your gas lantern in your trailer or your car and by, if you go over rough roads, your mantle, which you just set, which is the little thing that glows, yeah. that would break and you'd have to tie another mantle on and set it on fire or get another glass. Oh, and, no, you did it tough, didn't Yeah, you? well, we, were in, we went to the Daly River and we stayed at Wooliana. No light switch then? <laughs> no, it was gas. <laughs> yeah. So we stayed at a place called Wooliana on mm. the Daly River to do some fishing and there was a camp across from us. Yeah. And they had the brightest fluoro light because you could buy fluoro, 12-volt fluoro lights, but mm. they weren't very bright. And this guy had the brightest fluoro light I'd ever seen. So I actually walked over and I said, oh, mate, um, do you mind if I ask you about your light there? And he said, oh, yeah, it's good, isn't it? And I said, yeah, it is the brightest little fluoro light I've ever seen. And he said, yeah, it's 12-volt, just connects to the car. And it was called a Versa light back mm. in the day. And I said, where'd you get it from? And he said, oh bought it from this shop in Darwin mm. and it was $120. That's a lot of money back then. Yeah, that was, <laughs> when was that? 1990 or something like that. Yeah, it was right. 120 bucks. And I got to Darwin and I bought one and it was the best light I ever bought. And now they're dime a dozen now. There's LEDs oh, and yeah. there's rechargeable oh, and yeah. everything. But back then, and it lit up the whole campsite of where we were staying. So, yeah, Versalite was the best. That was probably another one of my really best camping buys we ever bought. So good stuff. You would have felt real good then. You know the thing about it? I did. I felt like Yeah, oh, you like my light. Look, <laughs> I just used to hey. stand in front of it yeah, with right. my hot shower going. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hey. So you put it over the shower. Yeah, look, I wasn't in the shower. I was just standing out in the open. <laughs> <laughs> so no, Can that, you all see that? <laughs> so, no, it was really, really cool. But now when you look at it, there's just so many um, camping things that you can get. Oh, yeah. Um, that are just... Well, just look at Kings. You buy a battery and they give you a rechargeable LED lights that are as bright as anything and it's adjustable and... And yet you don't want them like that while you're out camping because the brighter the lights, the more, more bloody bugs. insects they <laughs> come bugs. along. Like, dead sea, you're nearly inhaling them. I could, we could hear this noise one time. Where were we? We were out in the middle of nowhere. And um, I can't remember the name of this creek we were at. But anyway. Any was, bears there? No, <laughs> no. There were pigs there, but... Yeah. Um, but anyway, it was like this privately owned spot and they yep. just charge 10 bucks a night and you pull up on their property there. And, um, uh, we were, we were out the front, Chris had gone to, I think to get some more firewood actually. And, um, when he came back, he's like, what is that noise? And the, the canopy of the caravan was literally black all along where the light was and the noise we could hear were the insects all hitting oh. the tarp you know you could just hear them like almost like walking all over it it was that thick 
It was shocking. Did so we ended up having to turn the light off. Run back into the caravan. Yeah, well, I hadn't realised because I'd left the light on and I was inside. Yeah. You know, so, and then I hadn't realised until Chris had got back and he's like, what the hell is that? <laughs> but it so dawned ma- on us. Like, there's oh so my. many different coloured ones now, though. When we did the trip to the Cape, um, there were so many red lights or yellow lights, so... Yeah, well, that's right, exactly. So and all sorts. even in the caravan, when we had it serviced for the first time, they actually replaced all the lights in it, so you could do... Um, they actually turned blue. So you can have them on low or high or blue, and the blue lights are great because, um, again, it doesn't attract as many insects. I know, and don't they flock in when... Um when they're there. Oh, it's like a plague, oh, especially once that sun starts setting and you don't only get the insects, but you get the um, mozzies and that as well. So, Good old rid mozzie coils. Yeah, well, lucky we can just go inside. Oh, yeah, you could. <laughs> Put the news on and cook some dinner. And away and you go. And then come back out an hour later when, well, when it's not when so gone. bad. But they tend to turn up and then disappear. Well, so. that's right. Once that sun goes down, it's not so bad. Let's go to an ad break. And when we come back, hopefully we've got uh, Gordo on the uh, end of the line mm. to see what's happening at Cleveland-based seafood. I'm always in the mood for a great feed from Cleveland Bay Seafood. When it comes to the freshest seafood in North Queensland, it can't be denied. Cleveland Bay Seafood comes straight from the trawler and local fishermen to your plate. Our locally caught fish and seafood is all Australian, no imports here. This is why most Townsville restaurants source their seafood from us. So if you want the freshest and the best, think Cleveland Bay Seafood. And yes, we are a Townsville owned and operated business. Head to 305 Ingham Road, Garbutt, and you'll see why everyone loves Cleveland Bay Seafood, station sponsor. Looking for the toughest products in town? Tackle World Townsville has the ultimate. Introducing Yeti, the toughest icebox around. So tough they are grizzly bear proof and hold ice for days. And the Yeti drinkware, it's the best on the market. See Station sponsor. Repower your boat with reliability and power with the next generation of Mercury four-stroke outboards now in stock at Motor Marine with unbeatable savings. Nobody makes a wider range of more reliable, powerful and efficient outboards than Mercury. Backed by decades of innovation, Mercury outboards are built to go the distance and Mercury's non-declining warranty gives you ultimate peace of mind. See the range and grab an unbeatable Mercury deal now at Motor Marine, Bayswater Road, Townsville. Station sponsor. Bosch Super Deals now at Harvey Norman. Get a bonus Bosch cordless drill with the Bosch Unlimited 7 Pro Animal Rechargeable Stick Pack. Just $699. Bonus $65 gift card and bonus local delivery on Bosch 9 Kilo Washer. Now $1299. Bonus $70 gift card plus bonus local delivery on Bosch Series 6 Dishwasher. Only $1299. Bonus $100 gift card on Bosch German-made Pyrolytic Oven. Super Deal now just $1979. Limited time only at Harvey Norman. Don't miss out. Station sponsor. A message from Townsville City Council. Water conservation measures apply across the city. This includes sprinkler use between 5pm and 8am using the odds and even system. For more information about water conservation measures, visit Council's website. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, welcome back to the NQ Fishing Show. Time to move over to Cleveland Bay Seafood and have a chat with Gordo. How are you, mate? Not bad, yourselves? We're fantastic, mate. Flying Good, through the you. show. I've got Shez in with me today because Marty's away up Hinchinbrook fishing. What a great weekend to be because oh. at least it's 
blowing a gale. He's got plenty of places to hide. <laughs> oh, mate, it's blowing a gale, all right? I We've reckon. been chatting to him. Hey, mate, that ch- channel will be there. We howling through the trees. Yep, mate, you can. So. Even when it's twenty-five knots, it don't matter what creek you're in. It still gets you. Oh, very much so. Hey, uh, I seen on your Facebook page during the week you got some beautiful tuna in there. Yeah, we got a nice big yellowfin tuna that we've cut up to sell. Yeah, it's yeah. quite good. Yeah, it's no. Easy to cook. You cook it like a steak, um, and stuff like that. Bit of a nice green salad beside it is quite nice. But it sounds a bit healthy with the salad. Maybe a pile of chips, mate. Oh, you could always <laughs> have salad and chips. Yeah, true. Could so, you do? You, you could turn. Turn that into a sushi? Very much. It's a beautiful yellowfin tuna, yeah. Sashimi grade, the whole lot. Yeah, no, lovely. So, so yeah, no, it will go quite well, actually. What else uh, <laughs> What else you got in that window today? Mate, we've got beautiful fresh barrow. The boys caught a few handful, Nathan and Travis and all them. So, yeah, they've got a bit. Uh, got some nice cooked muddies, beautiful cooked kingies in the window. We've got a, a load of those in. So, yeah, bit of cooked mix. You know, two kilos for $40 is great value. Mate, that's super value. Mate, they are sweet, sweet little prawns too. They are so nice. Mate, they're all caught around here. So what I don't like, they're good value prawns and domestic. Yep. Yeah, no, very, very nice, that little mix. And any muddies poking around or that that cold snap really shut them down? There's a little bit of muddies about. They've increased in value. But, yeah, there is still a little bit about. So, yeah. Hopefully, I think the weather's um, dropping next week, so your boys might be able to get out for a bit of a run. Yeah. Well, as I said, we've got the last end of the Spanish that's in as well, fresh. So, yep. you know, there's a bit of, bit, of, bit of good stuff there altogether. There is, and the yeah, oysters, like are look, oysters are still looking spectacular. Oh, mate, excellent they are. Best I've seen for years. They are, mate. And also, uh, you still got the two kilo of crumbed? Yeah, bag of crumb fish for $16, which is great value. Oh, it is, mate. It is a perfect... All right, mate, I know you're busy because I tried ringing you a few times and it rang out, so what time are you open till today? Mate, we're 5 o'clock today and 3 o'clock tomorrow, and we are open on Sundays. Yeah, Ergon to finish their work, so you're right now. They finish their work and all that. And the other thing I'd like to say is a big hooray to all those blokes that attended the rally in Brisbane on Monday. Yes. They've done a great job in front of the Parliament House trying to work out what's happening. Yeah, well, we had um, Richard Gilmore from Cairns on this morning for a chat. Oh, yeah? How did he go? Oh, Richard Richard went well, mate. He had his, had his little chat, and I've known Richard for a while, so uh, he's been fairly vocal on what's happening, and, and as you know, um, all the boys are, are going to suffer a little bit, so uh, it was only fair to get Richard on for a bit of a chat and uh, his, his thoughts on um, how you guys are getting the raw end of the pineapple. Well, one of the biggest things what people haven't realised for food security... Fisherman is the last industry that's not owned by corporations. Yep. So they're actually owned by individual operators. They may work one or two people out, but those one or two people do provide a lot of food for a lot of different people that goes down the chain. Yep. Um, What we're doing is, what the government is doing is taking all those, I think there's about 150 to 200 ABN holders that will be affected. So that's 150 to 200 businesses plus retailers, plus restaurants that are all going to get affected. Mate, you're, right? you're dead right. Okay. 
Yep. We still not have been told what our compensation is, how it's going to work or anything like that. Yeah. We have no support. We have no knowledge. We are not at the table. We are getting the raw end of the pineapple like no one would ever believe. Yes, mate, you right. certainly are. There's not a lot of info out there. No, and the other thing that's happening is, and what people don't realise, is in 10 years' time, all our seafood will be controlled by a major three or four, like our meatworks, like our chicken farms, yep. and like our fruit and veg farms. Yeah. So you are going to be at the mercy of corporations. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's not going to be and good. And that's and that and see and as I said, seafood is the last industry that they can't control. Yep. Right, but everything else they've got their hands in. They're yes. They're exploiting the people, and you know, and that's what people have got to have to realise. Yeah, mate, it's uh, what they're allowing. Yeah. It'll be uh, interesting in the future, mate, if uh, if it keeps going the way it is. Well, what happens is, mate. What we're losing is jobs for simple people that don't want to be IT experts. Yes, yes. Right? And the problem is, is when you lose those jobs, there's no no future for them, and yeah, you're in trouble. Yeah, mate. It'll. Uh, you know? It's a scary, uh, scary times ahead, especially for you guys. Um, uh, the way it's going, and if if all's correct, the rec sector are going to get a, a fair bit of um, the pineapple as well. Oh, mate, it, and it affects uh, the tackle shops. Yep. It will affect the bait suppliers, affects the ice works, uh, transport companies, the whole lot. Yep. You know? So, it, and that's what people aren't understanding. Yeah. They talk about costs, but you've got to have turnover to, to keep the infrastructure costs down. Yes, too true. So, and stuff like that. So it does affect everything in other ways as well. Yeah, it certainly does. Scary times ahead. All right, Gordo, we'll... Uh, Catch hold of you next weekend. Thanks, Gordo. Bye, mate. Bye-bye. There's Gordo from Cleveland Bay Seafood. So if you uh, want some beautiful fresh tuna, head yourself down there because it looks pretty smick. Watch this, Shez. I don't usually do this, <laughs> but I'm going to take this call. All right. Morning fishing show. Good morning. Is that you, Courtney? Yep, it is. Oh, how many numbers are you chasing today? Uh, just three, but I've got to find a pen very quick. you got to find a pen very quick. Who's the three for? You? Mason. No, not me today. Mason? Uh, Mason, Emily and Mum, please. So one for Sam, one for Emily and one for Mason. Yep. Have you got your pen? Yep. 72 for you. Oh, oh sorry, seventy-one for Mason. My bad. Seventy-one for Mason, seventy for Emily, and sixty-nine for Mum. And sixty-nine for Mum. Yep. Good stuff. And one more thing. Yes. Can you wish Emily, my sister, happy birthday, please. How old is she? She's turning ten. Ten today. Happy birthday, Emily, from the fishing show and everyone that's listening now. I hope she's doing her chores before she has a birthday party. Yes, she actually is. What time's the party start? Um, about ten. Ten? Uh, actually, missed yeah. my invite. Oh, oh, 
Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, Courtney, you guys have a lovely day for Emily's birthday. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. There we go. There's Courtney. You know, the, with Courtney, we don't allow... Well, not that we don't allow, but we don't usually take phone calls until the ad yeah. or a song. Yeah. Courtney catches us every time. <laughs> we think we think that it's going to be someone giving us an on-water report. But uh, nearly there, shares. We've got 12 minutes to go. So uh, last chance to get in and get yourself a number for our awesome draw. We'll have a song and an ad break and then we'll come back and we'll give stuff away.
the COVID-19 lockdown's coming to an end, it's time to book your escape to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Lucinda Fishing Lodge is North Queensland's best kept secret and only a short drive from Townsville. Take your family, take your mates and take your boat. With unlimited kilometres of the Hinchinbrook Channel to explore or just a short trip to the Great Barrier Reef, the time to book is now. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, what a great escape. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, station sponsor. Race in and power away with a new Yamaha outboard from Rising Sun Marine, home of Australia's most trusted marine brands. With Yamaha Motor Finance and Insurance, hitting the water in your dream boat couldn't be easier. Visit the team at Rising Sun Marine today. Come and get it. Rising Sun Marine. Station sponsor. Hey Cedric, your boat looks really flash now you've had it wrapped. Yeah, that's Kai Sign Mob. They are top fellas when it comes to doing that boat wraps. You know, they had so many daily designs to choose from. Now my boat's wrapped. I'm wrapped. My missus, she's wrapped. Maybe you should write a rap song about Kai Signs. Now that's a rap. Too right. Wanna know more? Go to marinegraphicsinc.com or call Kai at Kai Signs on 0418-199-667. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. And guess what time it is? Time to give some prizes It is that time of the day when everyone switches their radio on. They ring in (laughs) early. that's right. They ring in and get a number at the start, (laughs) and then they switch off and then they switch back on at 10 to 10 to win a prize. What are we giving away for shares? Um, well, you tell me. $50 seafood voucher All today. Right, let's have a look. Thanks to Gordo and the gang at Cleveland Bay Seafood. We'll All right. Gary Powers, number 28. <laughs> I'll win it one day. It will be number 33. And that is? Um, look at my numbers here. Daniel. Daniel? Daniel. Dan the man. Daniel is number 33. Yes, he has won himself the seafood voucher. Awesome. Jump on the phones, Daniel. You've won yourself the seafood voucher. There, look there at that. There he is. I hope you haven't botched it. Fast as lightning. Well, he paid me before I came in. That's er- Ernie usually does <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, I know. That's what I was. wouldn't be surprised if Ernie won today. I always nab his name. Oh, that's... Yeah, he hasn't won for a while because you've not been in. Morning fishing show. Hi, morning. I, um... Daniel... Hey, Dan. Yes, you have won yourself the Cleveland Bay Seafood Voucher, $50 Cleveland Bay Seafood Voucher, which you can pick up from Cleveland Bay Seafood next to Tackle World on Ingham Road. Awesome. Thank you very much. That's all right, mate. I will drop that off after I finish the show and tidied everything up today around here about 11, 11.30ish. So it'll be there at Cleveland Bay Seafood for you when you're ready to go there. Oh, thank you. Good on you, Dan. Cheers, Daniel. Have a great weekend. You, you too, too, mate. Bye-bye. Bye. There's Dan picks himself up the, the Cleveland Bay seafood voucher. That's it. All right. We What's have the, the Lucinda bag, which is a adults and a kid's shirt and two kids' bucket hats, thanks to the gang at Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Number 17. And that is? numbers are a bit hard to read. That's your writing. It's my glasses. (laughs) Yeah, you need them. Helen. Helen, 
jump on the phone, Helen. You've won yourself this awesome Lucinda Fishing Lodge bag thanks to the gang at Lucinda Fishing Lodge. It's an adult's fishing lodge shirt, a kid's, and two kids' bucket hats thanks to them up there. So number 17? Yeah, one seven. There we go. Is. How quick. They're good, those little hats, aren't they? They are. I didn't know they were doing them. Well, they don't fit my head. <laughs> morning fishing show. Good morning. Is that you, Helen? It certainly is. And why won't the bucket hats fit your head? Yeah, I know. Oh, because I've got a melon head. <laughs> Bullf head. <laughs> Once he loses some more hair, he'll be right. <laughs> oh. it's, it's all them brains and the solar power. <laughs> no, I'm not that solar powered yet on top there. That's Marty. <laughs> There's no brains in there, Mate, Helen, trust me. Marty's that bad. When he spends a day in the sun and his head gets sunburned, he looks like a match. <laughs> he would do. <laughs> hey, Helen, I'll drop that off at Tackle World for you. At Tackle World. Awesome. On Ingham Road? Or? Yes, on yeah. Ingham Road there. Thanks, Helen. Brilliant. Thank you so much. That's right, mate. You have a nice weekend. You too. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye, Helen. Oh, Marty's going to kill me now. Oh, he loves it. See you, Helen. Bye. <laughs> oh. Well, he does. Red he when does. he gets sunburn on the noggin. The Iron Man bag. Thanks to the gang at Iron Man 4x4. Um, there's some red in, uh, mozzie coils in there. There's bits and pieces, some Berkeley soft plastics. Um, so. I have number 68. Which is? I'm still looking. Trevor. Trev. Trev. Jump. Jump on the phones, Trev. You've won yourself the Iron Man bag. Thanks to Iron Man, it's got uh, bits and pieces from everyone in there. Stubby holder from Hummingbird. Um, some red mozzie coils, all sorts. So uh, jump on the phones there, Trev. Is there. that the one with drink bottle in that too? Yeah, it's got yeah, a drink cool. bottle in there. Let me go. Morning fishing <laughs> show. Hey, Gary, it's Trevor. How are you, mate? Good on you, Trev. You've won yourself the Iron Man bag, mate. Awesome, mate. Thank you very much. That's right. You're going to share with Patty? Yeah, may as well. Yeah, better. Fight over the yeah. stubby older. Oh, yeah, right. That'll be the go. Hey, uh, <laughs> I'll drop this off at Tackle World for you, Trev. Champion, mate. Thank you very much. Good on you, buddy. You have a nice weekend. You too, mate. Thanks, Thank mate. Bye-bye. There's a Trev picks up that awesome prize. Thank you to everyone who's given some prize. And remember, if you win the Cleveland-based seafood $50 voucher, you've got to pick that up from Gordo at Cleveland-based seafood, not Tackle World. They're next door. So yeah, go in say, and, it's not far. <laughs> yeah, go in and buy your fishing gear from Tackle World and then go next door and pick up your seafood from Gordo or vice versa. Mm. Go and buy your seafood from Gordo and then duck next door and get your fishing gear. And you know what? Michael actually won the seafood voucher oh, a few weeks ago now, Yeah, and um, which is great because his family don't eat seafood. So What's he, he entering for? Well, he will. Yeah, That's I the know. thing. So it was great because we all caught up out the front here one day. We were out fishing and he had his boat out as well so we sort of tied up together there in the middle of the channel pretty much and, and you ate his prize yeah we had uh well we shared he gave us a little bucket and a handful of the prawns and we had some of them out there and caught up with them and oh, cool. had a quick chat and then um went our separate ways they kept going out the front we were on our way back in by because you stage. caught nothing no you went to my we spots had... and caught nothing no we had caught fish we Cod. actually had a great session on the trevally you know, i was um going through all my old photos the other day mm. um 
on my uh, old phone and computer where I save them all. And there's one from the fishing channel. Remember, you caught that um, doggy mackerel, and like doggy mackerel, do oh they my thrash? God, it went and it ballistic. was cu- it sent blood everywhere, all over your face, all yeah, over the boat. It was everywhere. That was in my little um, fishing show collection of photos. So. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's when there's the, some good ones. Yeah, there. yeah. So interesting, Shares. It's been awesome having mm. you in. Help me out. It's Not been really cool having a chat about your caravanning and your bit of fishing. And mm. caravanning sounds a bit of fun. So it is good. It's good. So um, it's it's a um, conundrum sometimes, but because you take the caravan and you get to this spot and you think, God, I wish we had the boat. And then yes. you take the boat, and you think, oh, I wish we could stay longer and we need the caravan. You know. Well, you're right because when we went to Yungla, mm. I went, oh. I wish I had the boat yeah. right here. But you can't take the camper trailer. We well, uh, needed to get one of the little paddle boats. No way. I'll just get a tinny <laughs> with a little and put it on the roof of the car. Oh, uh, well, no. It was great. But we enjoyed I mean, it was hard work coming back, but it was great fun. <laughs> yeah, you would have. Uh, I could imagine you the next day. You oh, wouldn't have been able God, to move. Oh, my God. I tell you what, when we were even by halfway back and then we had to go up the creek and check the red claw pots, which don't exist, and then come back out and then continue on through the waves, yeah. the waves that were in the dam. It was hard yakka, but we knew there was food and beer. When you got And there's back. our campus, so let's your just little, keep on going. <laughs> your little bank Johnny Arms wouldn't have even been able to crack your can of <laughs> no, drink. No, we did it. We did it. We were quite proud of ourselves. It was a good day. Awesome, shares. Thanks for coming in. It's been really cool having you in for yeah. a chat and a laugh like usual. Um, yep. Everyone, if you're out on the water or out on the roads, if you're a caravaner doing 80Ks, watch out for shares coming up behind <laughs> coming you. coming at you. But if you're on the roads and on the water please be safe um watch out for any trouble and um we want you all back next week on our funny little show well can be funny yeah i don't know about that nah, I don't. <laughs> have a nice weekend everyone we'll catch you all next week